Blog Talk Radio. Mozart, 
The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they medulla they sharp. Man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any Zolar. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace, peace, family. Peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. This is Nova Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed. This is your host, Brother Blue Pill. I'm actually physically in the building with my co-host, Brother Red. Talk to the people. Peace, family. Welcome to Nova Ledge Radio. Brother Red Pill reporting live and direct. Hope all is well with the family that's listening to this broadcast. Thank you for joining us, and um, you are definitely in for vote tonight, all right? Hold on. Yes, indeed, family. All right, we are back in the building with another powerful presentation, you know what I'm saying, a very timely presentation. Um, This is a very pertinent discussion that we need to have, so there's no better time than the now to have it, okay, and it's going to be talking about this superconscious mind, you know what I'm saying, this unified mind, um, and, you know, at, at some point in, in time, it's like, it comes hard to even explain it, you just have to be active within it, you know what I'm saying, like, I tell a lot, I teach from talking about my experiences, that's the best way I can teach rather than just being remedial with my lessons and, like, listen, you do that, I could just be like, this is what I did and it worked. You know what I'm saying? So the other day I um was thinking about what had happened in regards to some of the work that we put in the UN late last year, and I hadn't heard from my team over there. We haven't been in constant contact, even though I know that they were working and the work that needed to be done had already been put in. I was just waiting for those seeds to blossom, you know what I'm saying, because we are in spring, and this is how the energy moves. So <clears throat> I, um, I, you know, I just held the thought to my mind. I was putting energy on it, and later on that day, Right before I got on the train, I was heading from Brooklyn uptown. I normally check my messages, get my phone and check my messages, and sure enough, I got, you know, I got the message. You know what I'm saying? I got the word that it was time for me to show up, you know? And it was like, yo, <clears throat> we got a big meeting at the UN tomorrow. You need to be there. And this was the uh, 
the orientation for the NGO that I'm a part of called New Future Foundations. And this is the brainchild of Queen Mother, Queen Mother of Harlem, beautiful, <clears throat> wonderful lady. She was actually the, uh, the the prototype that they took the sister act from. She initially, uh, early on in her life, she was a nun. So if you remember the whole movie Sister Act, you know, that's her life. They uh, they jacked her for that, the whoopee in the role. They even somewhat favor one another, right? You say so? I'm not taking shots shot. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they did a good um, casting on that. You know what I'm saying? They hit that one up the ballpark. But she's been in the U.N. for 48 years. Um, I had a conversation with my father the other day, and I, I tried to explain to him the magnitude of the pull that this lady has in that building and what she does as an individual, not because she chooses to, but, you know, that's how it is. And, and he was asking me the majority of the pertinent questions that one would ask as to why certain things haven't gotten done you know, with one person trying to do them or one organization. And I tried my best to answer those questions, you know what I'm saying? And I'm still at odds myself because, you know, the more people ask questions and you have to gather these answers for yourself, you start scratching your head and you're like, well, goddamn. But, you know, when you're in that building and you're in those committees and those meetings amongst all of those bureaucrats, I dare... Peace, family. <clears throat> My phone fell out. All right. But I'm back. Give me one second. Yes, indeed. Uh, so let me try my best to continue. Like I said, being in that building and being amongst all of the diplomats and the bureaucrats, things of that particular nature, you get a clue that, you know, first of all, on some real shit, everything is not what it seems. You know, this is like high-stakes thriller type of information or situations that's going down. And, um, And then you also gather that, you know, one person or one organization really can't do it because, you know, the the program is systematic and there is a concerted effort, a unified effort to keep certain people in a certain position, you know what I'm saying? And more so um, that position is being unspoken for, you know what I'm saying, having no say on an international playing field, you feel me? So this lady has dedicated her life to reverse certain trends and just to bring certain attention to our plight as a people. And I don't even know what that means anymore, truly. That's a real ambiguous word. You know what I'm saying? That shit is so uh, misleading. But nonetheless, I think you got an idea of what I'm talking about. You know, the 44 million melanated people here in this particular uh, country, territory, or whatever, call themselves citizens. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but, yeah, 
all of that. So it's it's, it's a quagmire that uh, it's just unbelievable. But nonetheless, I made some good contacts. Um, I had some powerful conversations. Um, you know, I would say I made some alliances. Some people stepped to me and, and shared some information with me, pulled me to the side and, you know, filled me up with a different perspective as to what was going on or what I was seeing. You know, they lift the veil on certain things. You know what I'm saying? And I was able to really see things for what it was. My mind was already there, so I could see directly into what it was. But, yeah, man, there's, there's, there's a lot of stories in that building. And I'm saying a lot to say that I just attribute yesterday's experience to my subconscious mind. You know what I'm saying? To me, sending something upstairs to my supercomputer and it reconfiguring a response or an answer and then kicking it back to me and then boom, I'm there. You know? I get carte blanche when I'm in that building. I just walk through. You feel me? So I can't attribute it to anything else other than the use of the mind. You know what I'm saying? Concentrated thought. Clarity, clear thought. You know? And also, um, like like Red was talking about on the show, what he'll be getting into, the alpha wave, you know what I'm saying? And the um, echo wave. Your past, uh, uh, you know, your past, your physical past in the form of a wave, meaning your physical future in the form of a wave, and then they have an event horizon, and one overtakes the other. I know this shit sounds like science fiction, but we're going to actually get into the science of that tonight and why that happens and what is happening. So I see all of these situations as events that are setting up something very eventful in the future for us. You know, I'm just playing my part. This is a movie, real talk. So, and that because I want to be a movie star, not that I'm Hollywood, it's just a movie because our past, our present, and our future already happened. You know what I'm saying? And our future has infinite probabilities and what have you. It's not one set reality. You get to choose, you know what I'm saying, what the ending of your story is going to be like. So that's how we move through this matrix. You about to say something? Right. <sighs> okay. His line dropped. Um, He'll be calling back in any second. Yeah, you know, uh, I met this wonderful brother from Senegal. Uh, His brother is actually a captain, or he's an ex-captain at this point, of the Senegalese Navy. You know what I'm saying? He was on the high seas for 32 years. He had a treasure trove of stories and information that he wanted to share with us. Uh, he mm. is African representative of this uh, NGO that we're talking about, New Future Foundation. And the reason that he got down is because Queen Mother, <clears throat> one of the members of her organization, <laughs> powerful people that she has brought through those doors. One of her students or one of her acolytes was a young brother that 
was chosen to create the monument on the grounds as a permanent um, installation called the uh, the Ark of Return, and it's a monument and dedication to the lives that were lost in the transatlantic, transatlantic slave trade. And um, mm. this 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 history, you know, has spent considerable time in Gory Island, and she has forged relationships with that government um, to 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 return those who want to go back home. You know, there's a lot of things on the table that we just don't know about. The information is not there, but things have been established for people that want to reconnect to that part of their history, to identify with that part of their history. I'm not about telling nobody their narrative is not correct. It's like the narrative is up for grabs. You choose which narrative you want to flow with. Just find some power in it. Make it real. You know what I'm saying? Or and 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 it, yeah, there's 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 rabbit holes for every situation. You know what I'm saying? They all lead to somewhere. So in this particular situation, just like Ghana, you want to go back to Ghana. There's a way for you to get there and get dual citizenship. You want to go to Liberia, you can go and do that. You want to go to Senegal, you can go and do that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure that there's other stuff that's on the table that's mapped out that's just waiting for you that nobody's telling you about. You feel me? So just just, just explore the world, take advantage. You know, the world is more than a four-block radius. The, the world is more than a four-mile radius. The world is more than a 400-mile radius. The world is not the United States, the continental United States of America. The world is expansive. And then there's an inner world. Then there's an outer world. You feel me? You'll mm-hmm. never get tired of exploring all of the options to ascertain uh, innumerable experiences and stories. You know, I just want to catalog as many stories as I can to expand my mind and just give more color to my mental palette. You know what I'm saying? So when I do return the source, it's, it's going to be a supernova. Boom! Like, whoo! Coming back. Who we got? Real talk. You know? Canvas. How my dude say it? <laughs> Watch me, Canvas. Mm-hmm. Watch me, Canvas. Yeah. Watch me, Canvas. You know what I'm saying? So, and then... Yeah, man, it's, it's 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 always a monumental experience. Um, yo, word. I ain't gonna get into that narrative. That's that's just too much for the radio right now. But yo, okay. it's like I like I've been saying on this on this platform, what we consider to be consciousness or conscious, that shit is not restricted to a, a earth suit. You know what I'm saying? That shit is not restricted to a skin tone. It's not restricted. 125th Street, we do not have the patent on consciousness and information. There are some people out there that are digging and they are very resourceful researchers. They probably don't see every aspect of it. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I give you that in melanated ones. You know, we might be able to see the 360 of it, but right now, look like we're looking at one third, not even 3% of it. That shit will make you a master. You know, we're looking at 000.13%. It's nothing to brag about. But I was, um, you know, exposed to the reality that 
there are many people that are digging up real-time information, you know what I'm saying? And more so, this, this, this engagement, this war, this level of suppression that we're experiencing on this planet, it's not relegated to a skin suit, you know what I'm saying? It's not only for the suppression of melanin, you know, this is a, a, an assault on all people, you know what I'm saying? At least large enough percentile that's not part of this, you know, listening audience, you know what I'm saying? These families that are making these moves have none of us in their concerns. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it would be a, a, a false approach to think that they just putting the clamps down on little black boys and, and, and the streets of police are shooting and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the distraction. You know, there's things going on with weather weapons and all other sorts of uh, things that are being manipulated on all levels to subjugate the masses. So, you know, I'm going to go and, and see what's what whose information pans out and what percentage of it is, is, is best suited for this audience. And I'm going to bring some of that back to the family to share with them because what I was being told was mind-blowing. You know what I'm saying? It, it totally took my mind somewhere else. You know what I mean? And I, I don't, I'm don't. i not against sharing that. I think that the family is ready to hear the truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... I'm not getting an opportunity. Indeed. Um, that's why we did this. Yeah, um, what day was that? Thursday. Thursday, I was able to have the opportunity to, um, Go and work some construction. Now, for the family that's listening to the show, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but, if you know, if we have any of our avid listeners on the line, you've been following the narrative. And, you know, um, I think in 2012 I spoke about the need or rather the desire or a lofty idea that I had about different organizations that um, are within the conscious paradigm more, you know, more so the um, aggressive ones, like our Hebrew Israelite brothers, you know, our RBG nation. All right, brother, the good brother's line has dropped. He will be calling back in very shortly, family, all right? Please, uh, you know, be patient with us. When we start talking like this, for some reason, the phones get crazy. But this is retrograde, so I don't know if we get attributed to that. I don't like doing that. That seems like a cop-out. But nonetheless, all right, I'm going to let him continue. Yes, so as I was saying, um, uh, I voice my, my concern that uh, inside of the collective, you know, there's not a lot of emphasis being placed on labor, 
or rather a workforce or, you know, maybe a coalition or even a union. And uh, the research that I was doing in um, from 2013, 20, yeah, about 2013 up until now, dealing with um, different booms, you know, meaning that, you know, different sectors where a lot of money was being made, where there was like a surplus or flow of uh, currency taking place for income. And um, I came across the tech boom, but I came across the construction boom as well. And in the lecture that we did, I believe it was the evolution would be digitized, as well as something else that I did for the Moors uh, in Jacksonville when we did the summit of the Moors. I broke out a graph, and, um, you know, I was just showing the family all of the places where the boom is taking place. So I believe it was at my brother's funeral, my brother Sharif's funeral. I ran into one of my uh, comrades, and, you know, I asked the brother the same question that I've been asking a few brothers in the community, you know, uh, do they have any links when it comes to the whole construction thing? Because play the field, but in order to understand the dynamics behind labor unions uh, and things of that nature, I figured it's only wise to go inside and check it out and see what's going on. To make a long story short, I got in, you know, I got a little gig, a, a two-week job over there on 49th Street near Waldorf Astoria. Now, the irony in the whole thing is while my brother was at the U.N. down the block on 44th Street building, I was on 49th Street destroying because the interesting part of that project is we're bringing a whole three three or four-story building down manually. No machines, you know. Only thing we got is jackhammers, sledgehammers, and um, and crowbars. You know, they work in your boy. That's all I got to say. Like, I didn't, I didn't realize you was in for such work, but I'm cool with that, you know. It makes up for some of the days that I slept late. You know, you got a 5.30 wake-up time. But things like that build discipline. And um, I appreciate it. You feel what I'm saying? I appreciate the workout. I appreciate um, seeing the structure of a building. I'm able to reverse engineer now because if we could take apart a building, you know, from the scraps, I'm, I'm, I'm taking... I'm knocking walls down. I'm pulling bricks off. I'm taking floors up and everything. And it's showing me that if we could destroy the building, we could also one day build one, you know. So if we're going to talk nation building, we really should be builders. Like, we should try that out. You know, we should either certify ourselves in engineering, electrician, carpentry, masonry, hmm? architects, uh, reading the blueprints. That's a big thing. You know, especially if you're looking for it um, economic-wise, you know, that's um that's that's a check right there. Being able to read that blueprint, being able to print up blueprints. Mm, what else? The foreman, because this foreman that we got, some Irish dude, you know. And I talk about Chico for a minute, man. Let's talk about my Chico's, the Ecuadorians, you know what I'm saying? And this is not the first job site that I've been on. You know, I did the Sandy cleanup. And I swung, I swung the hammer another time, and I realized that the industry has been somewhat, you know, I don't even know if it's a secret, but they handed it over to our Latino brothers and sisters. 
okay, Mexican, Central American, and South American. It was helping correct me with, you know, my geographical errors earlier. And um, they don't speak no English. You know, they don't want to speak no English. They just know how to follow orders. They'll have a go-to guy who basically, he's a go-to man. He knows a little bit of English, and he delegates the affairs. And they just get busy. I'm not saying that they get busier than us or they get busier than anybody else. They just work as a unit. You know, they got that twa thing going on. They're kind of short, so they fit into places that the average brothers can't. I don't know, but they do it. They do the work, you know. Um, I respect them for the work that they do. I respect the fact that they're builders. You know, I respect their humility. I even want to have a conversation with my Moreno, Borican, Arawak, Taino brothers and sisters in the community because I really feel that, they need to be more focused on being liaisons. They need to be a little more focused on translating the literature. They need to be more focused a little bit more bringing these, bringing, you know, being a bridge. Uh, I often talk about how uh, Puerto Ricans from the Bronx, I'm not, not Dominicans, not Mexican, Puerto Ricans from the Bronx in the 70s are single-handed and equal to brothers and sisters from the Bronx who helped create that culture that we all know nowadays as hip-hop. Nobody gives them their credit. People down south I understand your ignorance to a degree that you don't even know what a Puerto Rican is. You you think that they Mexicans. I, I get it. You know what I mean? Y'all from all black towns. Yeah, whatever. But Puerto Ricans are like, those, those, those niggas with slick hair, man. And I'm part of my French, but... Those are your, those are your, those are my cousins, my very close cousins. You know, I, I could I could relate to them more than I could relate to other people of our skin tone. You know, not to take, but you got Puerto Ricans that are darker, blue black, but um, they have a very, uh, very, very, very similar spirit, very familiar. They're very familiar. You know, um, a lot of them are not outside of New York City. Then you have Dominicans and other South and Central and things of that nature, those brothers are different. I'm speaking about Puerto Ricans. You know, being in a room, working with Puerto Ricans for the past few days has showed me, it reminded me, like, damn, you know, if you turn the lights out, you wouldn't even know. Those are us. You know, so shout out to those brothers. Um, and even where we're from, our bloodline is in, in, in um, Virgin Islands, St. Croix. You could take a boat right there to Puerto Rico. When I told one of the Puerto Rican guys, he was like, yo, you Puerto Rican, you know, stop playing. Maybe both Spanish to me. But anyway, I just was saying all of that to say that um, if there are brothers and sisters that are out there that have coalitions, that have unions, that have job sites and things like that, that are doing bids to get millions of dollars, like think about this concept we're going to talk about tonight, about the collective consciousness. I'm saying this to impregnate the minds of our brothers and sisters because when you speak about you know, ideas and things of that nature, and you can visualize them. You can put it into your third eye, and you can feel it, and you can see it. I'm going to just paint a picture real quick. Picture this. Any one of these big metropolitan cities where brothers cannot get work, brothers have they have um, F's on their jacket, meaning charges. Some people have old charges. Some people got new charges. Some people don't have, uh, you know, they don't have the... Um, let's say they just don't have what it takes to be caught. You feel me? They just can't play that game. You have some brothers who only know about the streets because their older comrades, their OGs 
sabotaged them and only taught them the street life. They didn't prepare them for anything else. They got them from the damn womb or the crib or whatever, right off the right off a of mama's breast and put them in the streets. So they don't know anything. Then you got these brothers and sisters that are just in school, not doing nothing, not looking towards anything. Let's say that we create programs where we're certifying these brothers and sisters because I've been in many classes. I was in I I was I was in Ali Muhammad's. You know, we were vendors for about six years. I was in the uh, history and heritage class, civics and heritage, Moors on Wednesday for about seven years. So I've seen the different crowds come and go, and I've seen construction workers, you know what I mean, um, as, uh, you know, inside of the uh, the membership. So my thing is, why are we not stressing the fact that our brothers and sisters could benefit off of certification or could benefit off of learning skill sets or could benefit learning trades and things of that nature, you know, or could even benefit off of us all having an ultra card. You know what I mean? We talk a nationality cards and all of these other pieces of paperwork. <clears throat> we need all we all need OSHA tens and OSHA thirties. You feel me? Because any state that you go to, wherever you settle, wherever you rest your head, wherever you drop your bags at, you know, if you want to get a little bit of twenty to thirty or forty dollars an hour, you can do that. So I don't ever want anyone to think because red and blue, you know, have we have our own entities you know, we advocate being a boss. You know, we advocate boss mentality. We advocate entrepreneur, um, on, you know, entrepreneurship and things of that nature. I'm never going to turn my nose up. I'm never looking down. I'm never saying you can't never catch me in the ballroom or you can't catch me on the field. No, it's none of that. I'm never, I never look crazy towards somebody who's trying to provide for their family or just for themselves. It's not a crime. You know, I'm, t- I'm saying go all for it. Have a plan. Yeah, mix it up. I, I would love for you to have a plan, to have a goal in mind, so when you receive your fiat or your currency and things of that nature, you know where to put that in order to create a bridge that you could cross over. And if you want to burn that bridge once you get across and go about, about your journey into entrepreneurship or the yellow brick, you can do such. You know, but it's gotten to the point where, you know, <clears throat> just just picture this. Walk with me, Omaha family. Imagine if we were in New York, just for instance, and there were coalitions or unions where everybody in the top or in the front office was conscious. You know, part of an organization that is um, recognized as being a part of the community, you know, and if I'm a card carrying member of the conscious community or if I'm somebody who wants to, you know, come into the community and learn something, you know, uh, I could I could get employment, you know. I could receive employment. And by receiving employment, I could fill the fridge up with some good old Trader Joe's or some Whole Foods, some groceries, you know. I could pay the bills. I could, I could, I could you know, I could do other things. I could pay off whatever debt may I may incur, whatever, if I'm not releasing my debt. Or I could provide for people, loved ones, and people who are in need and things of that nature. And we're not speaking individually right now. That's why I'm talking about union. Inside of union is unity, the collective. 
I'm talking about about 50 of us, 60 of us. Imagine bidding and winning a bid for $20 million, for $100 million, for $200 million. These, This is what these companies are doing, okay? And you know it's all kind of kickbacks involved. So I understand what happened in the 80s, you know. I mean, I'm trying to understand. I heard some of the stories. They said that the brothers got caught up in crack and other drugs and things like that and got pushed out by the Irish and the mafia and all of that, but we're not playing the blame game anymore. We're saying that it's time to step it up. We at least got to put it on the table and ask questions and figure out, can we fit in? Is there is there a way in? Because you got all of these organizations, and I'm like, where do you get your bread from collectively? I mean, some of you niggas are garbage men, and some of these guys in these organizations, they do corporate, they do you know, uh, I've met train conductors, I've met policemen, firemen, you know, uh, people got independent businesses and all of that. That's great. I applaud you. Salute. But what I'm saying is what about a job coalition? What about a workforce? What about a union? Things like that. So we can encourage labor because let me share something with you. You get to know a person on the work site. You really can measure what a person is about on the work site. Are you lazy? Are you shiftless? Are you the guy who likes to stand there and talk about dumb shit all day? Are you a clown on the work site? Are you, you know what I mean? Or are you are you super focused, a super worker strong, because you can't tell people's strength just by their quote-unquote build and whatnot. We know that's not true. Look at Bruce Lee, you know. Yeah, look at Bruce. You can't, you know, are we quick thinkers? Are we team players? Because I'm, I'm, I'm on the site, and if you're not a team player, you're going to stand out. You feel me? If you're not a team player, we'll get rid of you quick, fast. So this is how you can measure each other by doing labor, by getting busy, you know, one of the things about construction that I like versus other occupations is the fact that it's about building. It's about building things up, putting things together collectively. One person is not responsible for building a house the same way one person is not responsible for making a movie or making an album and all of these other things that you need the collective to put their hands in. That's why we're going to talk about the collective consciousness tonight. You know what I'm saying? The power of the collective consciousness and what it brings to the table. All right? So, um, you know, yeah. So, you know, we, we, we'll, we'll continue that conversation. Uh, I encourage brothers and sisters who have something to add on to please do it because I know it's different in other states. It's not like New York. I know that there's some people that own their contracting companies and things of that nature. Holler. Let's talk. Let's build. Because I want to bring this conversation to the to the family. I want to get in front of the camera. I want to get in front of the uh, get on the stage in front of an audience and see what we can do for this. Because even brothers who are coming home from even people who are coming home from um, you know incarceration and things of that nature, at least we'll have something to offer them. Okay, but if you don't have anything to offer them, you know where they're going. So. What we're going to do is we're going to get into the show right now. This is a rebroadcast of something that we did on Wednesday. This is part two of uh, the conversation that we were having on the first part of the show. 
when we had the uh, the rise of the superconscious mind. This time it's me and Blue. Uh, we'll open up the lines after the conversation. So please, family, enjoy. I was groomed in the womb. I'ma shine my light till they put me in my tomb. I'ma shine so bright they can see me from the moon. And my rhyme so tight you can see it in the zooms. The Billy jeans, skinny jeans. Ever since the skinny teen, iron been hot, yeah. Ever since the penny scene, good times. By any means, stack in the cream. The luggage, the hats, the slacks in the jeans. Double G, ribbon streams, red, black, and the green. I am so colored, the more there's that war with the long arm of the law. I am so gunner, I am so Gaza, I am so Gigi. You clowns is down with the crown, and that's oh so Chi-Chi. You niggas is open over pink toes. The wise who strive to symbolize the Ocho Cinco. The great divine speak through signs, yeah, they opening up sinkholes. The rise of a mentor, rise of Serpenta. The greatest story never to be told, waiting to be told. Only thing missing is a narrator. The seven seas waiting to be explored. The only thing missing is the navigator. Turn the average hater into a savage hater. For hearts too dark, the light of just aggravation. Young Haru standing on top for these alligators. Holding surface of scorpions in both hands. Supreme Master, Grand Dragon of both lands. The height of the light is threefold. I'm a sight to behold. I'm heating up around the globe, but I reserve my right to be cold. They call me King Philip. Mere visions of the tombs, they got plans for the dark. Minks the high priestess, real name for Rod. Salam, personally, me extend my smog so I get back to my murder game, killing them with charm. I'm a done in all aspects, use the swag to triple up my assets. Got the formula, I've been had my mind right. Flash forward, I caught it in my hindsight. Not a time right, pass it to the masses. PowerPoint the classes, rail no glasses. Teach them how to pull milk out of corn. Hydro plating in the rain, I'll be weathering the storm. No droughts, every cactus has a spout. And currency just means there's always money flowing about. And once you see past the mere riches, then you can go back up in the matrix and repair the glitch. It is what it be, we change what we can The dollars can be started just from change from a can Or change from your man, momentum is the key A million path, man, you heard it from the G The, the King Don exposed you queens with bonds For non-profit, it's an easy bond In this life, I delete your bond Turn a hater cold with heat, we keep for harm Money machine, I was made to bake And it's nothing sweet, yet I make that cake That make you shake, cause you know you fake And I'm the light that is shy now blinding your fate, wow You climbing much lower than great Not even knowledge and wisdom can revive your state Like a crossover, my one-tools create the illusion That I'm crooked, but the path I walk is straight Since my beginning of time, born to flow Thirty moons ago, dirty and snow No homo, we were with a blow And foes burn slow as our product position The place to grow Survivors of urban danger Messiahs from urban mangers and danger. Last of a species, my rates ain't up for debate. My Phoebe inclusive, a place of food for thought. My casseroles is actual and factual. Many spas is magical. We all emerged out the bush, but we fall from vaginal. Who would have thought we chucked the deuces, but we govern my bars? So animal instincts are just blink into a fucking ruthless guard. The 
my cards. Just think of mortals in war mode. The thought alone just thinks like feces. Or how fish think. Many these niggas is soft at the crust like these sore nose. So just blink and arise from the dream that you can defeat me or you can unseat me from my throne. We reign supreme on these microphones. And the twins want my bins chrome. We finna fuck up the hood. Peace, family. Welcome to the Ringing Stone Network. I'm going to be your host tonight. My name is Kasim Rael. Okay, we will be presenting tonight part two of the show that we aired two weeks ago when we had Brother Red Pill, you know, up on the show. And for those who are not familiar with Red Pill, okay, and Blue Pill is a brother, he may, you know, come in on the show tonight as well. There are two brothers that have been, you know, had one of the top blog show, show talk, you know, talk shows, and they definitely have done their thing. They've had greats. You know, such as Dr. Francis Welsing, Brother Delbert Blair, Dick Gregory, Professor Griff, Reverend Phil Valentine, Brother Ray Higgins, Wesley Muhammad, Brother Polite, Roz Benz, Dr. Sadie, Dr. Africa, the list goes on. Okay, and uh, without question, uh, we are so glad to have him back tonight, okay, to finish, you know, what he was expounding on, which will be the subconscious versus the superconscious and how to effectively reprogram our thoughts both individually and collectively. The thought can lead to collective action and collective economics for the future. Okay, so um you see if he's on the line. Brother Red, are you there? Peace, peace. Yes I am. Greetings. Peace, you're there. Okay, good to hear you, man. Good to have you back on the show. Well, I had to make sure this time around I was the first caller because I was listening to the archives of the last show. It was very unprofessional that I wasn't able to make it there in time due to some uh, technical difficulties, but we made sure that, you know, we uh, improved on this time. So I'm here. You know, we're going to make right, right. Yeah, the you know, we... time available. Right, right. We understand you're busy, man. You know, you got, you know, things. Glad to have you in the building. Uh, hopefully, yeah. you know, Blue Pill might join in tonight. Is that true? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, in Harlem right now. At um, Okay. There's a class that we've been attending for seven years. Every Wednesday, we've been consistent. Uh, the Moorish Heritage and Civics class where we learn about our um, heritage, where we learn about history, and where we learn about civics from an angle that is definitely not taught in school and things of that nature. So, We've been students and also, you know, participants in um, vending, you know, doing commerce with the family for seven years straight. So we're here in Harlem at the National Black Theater. So the brother's definitely in the building. So he will be joining us very soon. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Cool. Now, when what um, would you like to kick it off at? What would you like to expound on initially? Would you, you know, I know you want to continue from last week. So I'm going to, oh, you know. Uh, but you go ahead. Yeah, I just, okay, well, I definitely want to pick up where I left off. Well, it's the other door over there. I want to pick up where I left off last week. I mean, last two weeks ago. And um, like the brother stated in the title, we're just going to be dealing with, you know, practical solutions tonight. But before we get to that, I want to bring information 
dealing with the subconscious, dealing with the superconscious, dealing with our mental state as a people, dealing with the fact that collective thought will lead to collective action, and then we'll be able to see collective results because ever so often we have individuals in the family that are achieving results, and that's beautiful. You know, that is a great thing to see. But we know that collectively we are suffering, you know, as mm. people, the that, that issues that we have that um, we have to solve collectively because ever so often, you know, it doesn't really feel good or look good to the collective, you know, when we're suffering and we have all of these issues that are hindering us and there's one amongst us that might make it through, you know, and then mm. it begins to look like that one is, you know, quote-unquote flossing or shoving it in our face or, you know, bragging when he explains, he or she explains that they made it out, you know, or or they're successful and things of that nature. And I'm only Mm -hmm. saying this because of what I'm seeing. I'm not generalizing anything. This is something that I'm witnessing in real time, you know, from the reaction that I'm seeing people take towards brothers and sisters that are successful. There was an incident um, this Sunday in New York City. I live in New York City. There was a rapper uh, that was slain, shot 15 times, and, um, you know, the the over, the the resounding message that was being echoed by other rappers and other people, you know, via social media and other forms, mainstream media, was the fact that we, as a people, have a crabbing mentality, a crabbing-a-barrel mentality, and those of us who make it out the quote-unquote hood need to stay out the hood because if you come back to the hood, you could be susceptible to that crab in a barrel mentality, which ultimately could lead to your death. Right? Mm. Um, okay. I don't 100% agree with that, and in so many ways that I feel that if we are successful and we've made it out of our hoods or our neighborhoods, it is indicative of us to come back and help. You know, those hoods Indeed. that we left, especially. Indeed if some of us were responsible for deteriorating and the destruction that took place in those hoods, if we planted the seeds that made it unsafe for our grandmothers to walk through those hoods, why not come back with a plan or why not come back with resources or why not come back with a paintbrush and a broom or something? You feel what I'm saying? Because I'm one who I'm, I'm always baffled as to why is it that Europeans are given this lofty, you know, um, title as regentrifiers and regentrification experts. Like, they're the only ones who could come into your neighborhood and clean it up. Like, there's something mm-hmm. special about them. When history shows that we were the regentrifiers, we came into Europe and cleaned the whole country up, okay? Right. They came into Kemet and we cleaned them up. We, we, we stood them up right. We cleaned them up. We put wisdom in their minds. We put knowledge in their heads. We gave them light. You feel what I'm saying? And and any honest European who you come across will admit to that. They know the history. They study the history, especially in their Masonic lodges, especially in their Ivy League schools and things of that nature. So they will tell you the truth. You know, um, they will will keep it real with you. But unfortunately, yeah, this is Blue right here. Peace. Peace, 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 Blue. Yes. Peace. Greetings. Greetings. For the for the listening audience, excuse me, for the listening audience, uh this is uh the brother 
blue pill, the other half of the twin pillars, uh, him and his brother, brother Red and Blue, yes, they do the show together. Physical, yeah, that's my physical twin brother. This is not a gimmick. Like we are of the same age, split in half. Yes, identical, identical twins. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> but the interesting and, um, thing is, and we we provide contrast, especially in conversations such as this, because we don't always agree. You know what I'm saying? But you'll never catch us in disagreement. Um, okay. To to add on to what you're saying about the gentrification, I think that what we're looking at is that poverty exists in the minds of our people, and that that fits perfectly into tonight's conversation. You understand? Indeed. So the European is able to come in that same environment and do something and tweak it in such a short period of time that everybody's looking at each other like, yo, how do they do that? You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, you know, it looks much more uh, habitable. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, it's safe for poodles to walk on the street. All of a sudden, your grandmothers could come out. You know what I'm saying? So why is that? You know, why are we seeing these phenomena occur from community to community? Because our people, unfortunately, have uh, been uploaded or downloaded, for that matter, with a program that's unsustainable to their own existence. Poverty is a program that's mental, and that's what we have, unfortunately, adapted to. So this particular program goes into the whole aspect of the rapper or first, you know, the rapper or the hustler turn rapper, you know what I'm saying? Where the hustler says, look, I'm going to get on the block with this work because I want to better my condition. You know what I'm saying? Seeing my, my, my mother's working two or three jobs. You feel me? It's so hard for her. She can't afford me my Jordans. So I'm going to hit the block and I'm going to get these Jordans for myself but I'm going to make it so much more harder for her now because she's a target because I just turned another person into a tweaker and there's no telling what they're going to do to get a fix. They might go over upside her head, grab her bread, and come to see me and get right. Mm-hmm. How did I better my community? I compromised my community for my desires because I have this self-esteem issue because, you know, I got on pro heads as opposed to Jordans. You know what I'm saying? I can't arise above criticism. I can't arise above what somebody else thinks about me in their mind. Their perception of who I am, my perception is broken because I don't have these things. And now we're dealing with our entire value system. I value myself by my physical acquisitions. That's how I'm gauging my success in life. You know what I'm saying? That's how I'm gauging my value in society. You know, but again, the gentrifiers are coming here with dirty jeans and sandals on, you know what I'm saying? And be making 25 grand a month, and they start changing up the entire environment, and you never see any physical uh, outward manifestation of their quote-unquote riches. You know, they ain't flossing. You don't see the Rolexes. They ain't jumping out of Bugattis. It's not necessary. So there's a difference that needs to be addressed. We're seeing the physical manifestation of it on this grand chessboard. That's my observation. Good observation. And I'm sorry, and I do agree 
the irony in the whole situation about what happened to the young brother, the father, you know, the artist who lost his life, unfortunately, on Sunday is that um, the radio stations in New York are honoring him by playing his music. And I caught a wind. I'm, I'm not really familiar with his music. I know that he belongs to a collective called Coke Boys. And they were playing his music. And one of the songs they were playing that they keep repeating to the people, and we spoke about this on the last show, about the programming that's taking place via the media uh, outlets, uh, whether it's the videos, the music, uh, the radio stations that play the same 20 songs repetitively and program both your subconscious, your children's subconscious, even grandma's subconscious. She's getting it too. And um, the song is called Trap House. And in the song, he mentioned something about catching people and, you know, being able to ride up on somebody and hit them up, you know, and them not being able to get away. I listened. (laughs) Yeah. I listened to a portion of the brother's catalog the other night. He has a song called Bodies with um, Bobby Schmurda and Rowdy Rebel. You know what I'm saying? He has the Trap House song. He has uh, a few other songs. All of his content is involving, you know, getting somebody hit, tearing their head up, never being caught slip without the pistol. You know what I'm saying? He also has a song called Black Illuminati's where he's talking about I want to live like the white folks do. I want to kill black people and get away with it like the white folks do. Now, this is not a personal indictment, and I'm not throwing this into the conspiracy pot. I'm just saying we're not dealing with the psychology, right, the consciousness of a hustler per se, somebody who picks up drugs in the community and decides to engage in the game. You have already made a mental position, a mental decision, should I say, right? Look, if need be, if necessary, I have entered my name into the lottery to say, if I'm going to ascend in this trade, I'm going to kill a nigga by any means. You know what I'm saying? If, 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 if it comes to that, you know what I mean? I've already committed myself to say, I'm going to wipe this dude off the face of the earth because I need this territory and I need this block. And if he tries me, I already know what the rules are. So it's a self-defeating paradigm, period. And this is the culture now that we are caught up in. This is what's being fed to the subconscious of children who at the age of zero to seven, you know, whatever you program with, that's who they become. So while the mother's listening to trap music and the baby's in the stomach, while the father's listening to trap music and the baby's in the car seat, you know what I'm saying? While the mother is listening to trap music and the baby is, uh, you know, coming home from school and trying to get their homework done or what have you. All of that is being implanted and embedded in the subconscious. All of that is creating the program. All of that is giving the child the direction about how to deal with the person that looks just like them who eventually will become their adversary because from the mid-'90s on, there hasn't been any program set in place to tell that young man or that young woman that their natural-born adversary is somebody who, in my age, was very clear and identifiable who your natural adversary was. And all of that comes with the connotation of how we identify oneself. So when we were dealing with ourselves, the, the, the Negro had a counterpart. Black had a counterpart. 
You know what I'm saying? You know what the quote unquote reverse of that was. But what's the counterpart to a nigga? The counterpart to a nigga is a bitch nigga, is a snitch nigga, is a weak nigga, is a punk nigga. You know what I'm saying? So that is the dichotomy that has been set up subconsciously and consciously in the minds of the people, and that's where you see this level of aggression come from. Okay? So I liken it to pound or eight foot, should I say, you know, um, let's say lions, for that matter, you know, or let's just use the word animal without it being necessarily um, derogatory, you know. Being put into a four-foot cage, right, and the person who captured these animals is outside of the cage, and they're sitting there with their legs put up, you know what I'm saying, they got their legs kicked up, and they're watching it play out. And these two entities that are within the cage are going to feel a level of discomfort and a level of unfamiliarity because of that discomfort. They're not going to see each other as, you know, part of the same species anymore. They're going to see themselves as adversaries. And because of this discomfort of that cage and because of the scarcity of the food and space, they're going to attack one another. And their focus is never going to be on what's going on outside of the cage. They can't even see that far. So that's what we're looking at, and that's how you can program somebody's subconscious for them to be the biggest threat against themselves. And again, these are just my observations, you know what I'm saying, as as, as I try to make sense of all of this. You know, I'm constantly looking and and, and and trying to create explanations to myself so I can sustain my own sanity in this. Now, somebody might hear what the brothers just said and might say, well, shoot, I'm good because I'm an elder or I listen to gospel or I don't listen to ratchet. I'm able to stay away from that. I'm on that jazz vibe. You know, I do smooth music on the way to work. You know, uh, I listen to Taylor Swift. That's my girl. You know, people might say that. (laughs) And that's understandable. I get it. But what the family should realize and what we spoke about on the first show is the fact that the media is all pervasive at this point, at this juncture. Um, My timeline is depressive. On Facebook, my timeline is depression all day, every day. I have 5,000 friends, 3,000 followers. You know, I I shift through the information and look for the jewels, and I grab them and and repost them and share them. But for the most part, 80% of the information is of a negative connotation at this point in time. I'm going to read from a book. We're going to read from this book, and then we'll build from it. The name of the book, I mentioned it last week, is The DNA Field and the Law of Resonance, Creating Reality Through Conscious Thought. The author is Pierre Frank, is a German. He says, every piece of information, every communication, every message has an influence on our DNA and leaves an impression in our collective cell structure. The news, whether on TV or in the newspaper, is nothing but a collection of negative communications. We learn about unemployment, floods, climate catastrophes, energy crises, bank closures, terrorist attacks, and the possibility that we ourselves could be the target of such an attack. 
This is only a small selection of the terrible scenarios with which we are sent to bed. So we hear the worst things imaginable, accompanied by the cruelest images that could be gathered from around the world. The news anchor smiles and wishes us a good night. What would a good night look like? TV news and newspapers are the best transmitters of fear, stirring up our collective anxiety and strengthening our disillusionment. Through them, we remain in a perpetual state of anxiety and self-protective fear, which our body can become overwhelmed by. Reading the newspaper or watching the evening news, we are guaranteed to always feel weaker and more powerless, no longer seeing things with any kind of perspective. Remember, like attracts like. When we get caught up in fear energy, we draw in the experiences that confirm our fears. Through our fears, we create exactly that which scares us. The news has an insidious effect. It is not all easy to get out of the cycle of fear and low or high level anxiety induced by the media because the activation of stress hormones shrinks our ability to think clearly. Furthermore, every information bite, every communication, every message has an influence on our DNA and leaves an impression on our cell structure. All information storage and problem solving takes place in the forebrain. This is the seat of reason and logic. Reflexive, logical activity has its place in the hindbrain. With that, stress hormones can go to work very quickly in an emergency, constricting the blood vessels in the forebrain. The result is we don't think clearly anymore. Beyond that, stress suppresses the center of deliberate action, which is in the front cerebral cortex. Under stress, we have a reduced intelligence and conscious perception. Okay? Under stress, we cannot think clearly and make conscious decisions. It is therefore extremely hard to come out of fear energy and generate a positive resonance field. But that's not all. When we fall asleep with fear and stress, we take this energy into our sleep awareness and store it. Current research on the brain has revealed that what goes into our consciousness is stored into our memory at night. This means that the closer the experience occurs, that when you go to sleep, the more intense it will be built into your memory. And when the experience involves fear and anxiety, it will be that much closer to your reality. That which might seem harmless really has an enormous significance. Okay? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. the programming that's taking place is being done. Subconscious. Okay. On a subconscious and, level. And then what happens in some scenarios such as the one that I just shared with you because I witnessed it when some people watch the news and hear all of these terrible things, they hear that ISIS is about to take over Baghdad and go right into their Bibles. And coincidentally, you know, when they go and dive into the Bible, that's when the next level of, of programming takes place. Okay, because inside of that Bible, you know, it might be giving you some programs that's going to take you further down the the path. Down the yeah, they got the the endless fear program set up. So (laughs) you feel like you're on a roller coaster ride, headed straight to it. Oh, we headed to Armageddon. Look at what's going on in Damascus and Syria. They already put it in there for you. You know, as as marked as the indicators, when you see this. You know, it's a wrap. Yeah. 
Exactly, as Mark was an indicator to, ha- to, to, to tell Christ, hurry up and come, get this shit over with, destroy it. They're in Syria, they're in Baghdad, they're in Damascus, they're in the places that is lined up in your Bible. Israel is in conflict. The same, I, I, you know, you speak to an elder right now about the Zionists or the Akhenazis that are in Israel, and they say that that's God's chosen people because the Bible told them that. Are you serious? Bombing those children in Palestine, you'll have Christians saying that's God's work. This is supposed to happen because Revelation comes after that. Mm-hmm. Programming yeah, our people. Right. They'll turn a blind eye to that and they'll, say that they'll, they'll turn a blind eye to that and then tell you the black lives matter. They'll turn a blind eye to that. They'll, they'll look at all the destruction that's taking place with, people, with children getting droned in Yemen and children getting droned in Afghanistan and Pakistan and all of these places and you have no idea about the melanated aboriginals that live in those lands. You have no idea that quote unquote black people are living over there. You have no idea what they're doing to the to the people in Israel of African descent. You have no idea that there's people of African descent all over the Middle East and they're getting droned too. You just think that it's that Arab. You know what I mean? They're the, they the first ones getting droned, and now, because they have the ISIS threat popping, they have the uh, Europeans, you know, destroying the uh, refugees that are fleeing Libya and places like that and trying to cross the Mediterranean. So they have all of these excuses, because they already went on the ethnic cleansing in Libya when they was after Gaddafi's head, you know? Yeah. So you, you see this repeated campaign against people to look just like me and you, but globally, you know, why do not people just say American Black Lives Matter? You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> that's all they fucking mean, part of my uh, French. You feel yeah, me? That's they all they mean. They're not, they're not talking about black people everywhere. That's, that's they, not they're not talking about melanin under attack. They just can't be. You know? And even in, in quote-unquote black America, rap lives matter. Why don't they just say that? Because when a rapper die, <laughs> that's when people get sympathetic. That's when the celebrities come out and sound somber. That's when statements get made. You feel me? So it's, 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 it's one hell of a program that's being perpetuated, you know, in the, in the eyes, in front of everybody, for those with eyes that can see. You know, even with the media, even with the media disparity of their reporting and things of that nature, you know, with the uh, fiasco down in Waco, uh, all of this is for response and reaction. I've never in my life saw mainstream media report a news story the way that it's being reported on social media. You know, this is this is this is all they're just washing and washing people's subconscious. They're just implementing and implanting all sorts of thought patterns to lock people into this narrative. It is crazy. Yeah, this is inception. So they're going deeper and deeper and deeper all into the subconscious to plant, you know, suggestions and their affirmations. We spoke about the fallacy or rather the uh, linguistic sorcery behind the hashtags that our people have you know, so easily and so willingly adopted 
such things as I can't breathe, such things as hands up, don't shoot, such things as, you know, am I the next one to die? You know, Mm -hmm. uh, no justice, no peace. These family are affirmations. Okay, mm-hmm. these are affirmations, and I'm gonna I'm gonna speak to you on how affirmations work. Okay, in case you did not know, successfully wishing is nothing other than a very appropriate way for us to program our own code, whether through positive affirmations, autogenous training and meditation, auto suggestion, or hypothetical visualization. Our DNA can always receive and store this information. Remember, there are no boundaries. The only true boundaries are in our heads. It is really the power of human belief that allows us to be that which we believe. When there is a desire to be healthy, you do not deny the illness. Instead, you enable your self-healing powers. We mentally replace the vibration of illness by visualizing pictures of radiant health and generating the resonance of health. And so, rather than suggesting to our body that there is something wrong with it, we allow the energy of health as generated through our emotionally held beliefs to work in our body. The body reacts to the smallest thought impulses. When we believe in our health, we can then induce the body to mobilize all of its self-healing powers on all levels. What many ultimately believe or wonder once they have regained their health is really not a wonder at all, but rather a confirmation of how strong the power of thought really is. So, with that being said, have we positively affirmed that everything is going to be all right? Have we positively affirmed that we can breathe? What brother lost his Look, life? Have we positively affirmed what justice even looks like? Good point. You don't dwell on the problem. You dwell on the solution as a collective. You don't affirm what the problem is. You don't give energy and resonance to the if, to the problem. That's backwards. That is a Western mentality that they have programmed our people to move with, and they don't even use that. They don't even move like that. They don't believe that themselves. That's a program, family. You cannot tell, you cannot affirm to the cosmos and the universe that I can't breathe. When breath is the ultimate, uh, it, it, I stop you from breathing. It's the source of life. It is the source of life. It is the source of life. You can go without it's, water. Yeah. You can go without food. You can go without Nintendo. You can go without the Internet. You can go without all of these things. But if I take your breath from you, you will Spirit, expire. Right. Spirit means breath. You know, breath is the life force. You know what I'm saying? It's what connects you to the intangible you know, the the parallel realms that we are intertwined with of spirit, you know what I'm saying, through breath. It's how you tap in. And it's also how you tap out when you lose it. So, uh, you know, so that's crazy affirm- to me. Yeah. Affirmations are positively formulated statements that one can constantly repeat like a mantra. They serve to strengthen and enhance one life's goals. But in reality, they affect significantly more than this. Affirmations are the fastest way to build the ideal resonance field to realize our wishes by reprogramming the brain, especially since they can be used anywhere and at any time. Affirmations help us to transform our belief in the fastest way possible. So look, if it's positive or negative, it doesn't matter. Affirmation is an affirmation. Okay? So when you got 
there was a march in New York City with 500,000 people, Europeans, Indians, you know, African-Americans, all of these colorful terms, whatever you, all of the nationalities came out, and they affirmed in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a in a group that they can't breathe. You have people laying down on the highway talking about they're dying in. I don't, I mean, I'm a scientist, bro, and I'm a realist, and I'm just one of those people who just look at, and I just look at things for what it is, and I know that that was one of the illest programs ever perpetuated amongst our people who obviously don't understand who and what they're up against. Now, the illest part about all of that, to, to just because I know some people might be in their feelings right now because they got the Black Lives Matter T-shirt, you know, they might, you know, that might be they, they hashtag and everything, and that's cool. But all you have to do is go online and put into Google, because Google is the master teacher right now, you know, don't, don't take my word for it. Go to the master teacher. Put George Soros, $30 million funding activist. If you don't know who George Soros is, Google or Wikipedia him and do the research on him as well. Now, when it comes, you know, the, 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 the information is coming out that the slogans were created by these groups and these, these think tanks, you know, and these, these tea parties and these Europeans who have none of your, none, not one of, our interests. of your interests. In their hands, mm-hmm. it's all about the bottom line with them. They don't give a goddamn about your about your babies. They don't give a goddamn about your empowerment. They don't care about you breathing. None of that. They made up those slogans, family. They helped fund Black Lives Matter. They sent protesters in buses and planes. They paid. The, they footed the bill for those people to show up to make Ferguson a 24-hour news cycle. They paid for the 24-hour news cycle. How about that? All right. You remember Ferguson, where the armored vehicles came down, where they started telling our babies and everybody else that we were endangered species and that we were a threat and that our our lives were at stake and all of this other stuff? Well, that's not even the case. That's not even the case. Okay. That's not what. That's not the. That's not. That's not the information that you're supposed to tell the babies who have fertile minds, who are looking at a melanated man in the position of power and his wife and his daughters and things of that nature. You don't tell them that in the midst of a technological boom. You don't tell them that in the era of information. You don't tell them that. You don't signal them out and put them at the bottom of the totem pole. You lift them up. You lift them up. You could have held a run where you were saying that you was giving that $30 million into the programs to teach the children how to code, to teach them how to program, teach them how to app develop, to teach them how to do anything, to send them overseas for a cultural exchange so they could teach people overseas hip-hop and things of that nature, empower us. No, they spent $30 million on a fear campaign. So that's what we're dealing with right now. So what you're going to see is that being perpetuated. It started with Trayvon Martin. That's when the whole program started. Coincidentally, February of 2012, when it was the right time to do a lot. They said the world was going to end around that time. That was the right time to start programming people, you know what I'm saying, for 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 the things it is that they're doing. People wearing hoodies and buying Skittles and, you know, Arizona, Arizona being very, <laughs> being very uh, passive and things of that nature. 
you know what I mean, being very passive with their hands up. You understand what I'm saying? Talk about am I next. You're asking the universe, am I next? Yeah, you just might be next. You know what I'm saying? Don't ask those questions. That's not the kind of question that you need to ask. And that was a grand ritual. I did a show on Blog Talk Radio where we got into it called The Trayvon Factor. I did part one all the way up to three. And I I, I tried my best to show. It's that brother's uh, born day today, so we want to pay homage to his life. Mike Brown's born day. Oh, he's Mike Brown's. Mike Brown's. My bad. And in hindsight, when you look at it, they said that the young man was a thug and, and and George Zimmerman had every right to do what he did. George Zimmerman has been arrested six times ever since. You understand what I'm saying? And they never once called him a thug. They never had a 24-hour news coverage on him. They never said that we need to put him behind bars. He's still walking, terrorizing the earth. And there's, yeah, he's been I'm doing stuff ever since. I'm not even – I could go further, but I won't because we got to stay on topic because I got, you know, I got a special, uh, some special fire for that situation and for the lack of action on our people's behalf, because he just got, uh, you know, he just got assaulted by a European. There was a road rage accident. Yeah. thing I shot in the face by a European though, but I'm sure that he pulled up on a bunch of Negroes ever since he got off from killing that young black man. You understand what I'm saying? He's been driving all around Florida. I'm sure he pulled up at the traffic light many a times on our own. He he, he went to 7-Eleven and stood behind or stood online with many brothers and sisters. Nobody put a hand on him. Nobody had words to say to him, anything. I ain't seen nothing on World Star. You know, I watched all the fight compilations. Just looking to see if we could see a Zimmerman fight. <laughs> ain't none show up. So, no, you know, he ain't get, get Kimbo sliced. <laughs> and I'm saying that amongst the, the, the I'm, I'm saying that because we live amongst people who identify themselves as savages. We live amongst people who identify themselves as goons. They look at us crazy when we're walking by with their pants hanging down and their faces full of tattoos. They'll look at you with the screw face like, nigga, I'll kill you right now if you keep looking at me. We live amongst those people, but they can't find it in their heart to, to, to do anything, you know what I'm saying? any kind of justice for anybody that's being unjustly done. They don't believe in that. So, you know, but they'll, they'll terrorize their own. And that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, about the fact that subconsciously, sub- subliminally, you know, our brothers and sisters are being programmed to be the worst part of themselves. Okay? Uh, the media, so, culture. Go ahead. So, so Red, how would we go by effectively reprogramming, okay, as far as all this what you're talking about understood okay. and be? All right. All right. One part, one one instant that I would say is an effective part of reprogramming because I spoke about the media earlier. I, I shared with you about the power of the evening news the negative effect of the evening news, the negative effect of the morning and the afternoon, the negative effect of reading these papers that double as gossip uh, uh, rags as well as, you know, negative programming. But the alternative that has been created is shows that we're on right now, shows such as No Alleged Radio, No Alleged TV, Sign Letter TV, Ace House of Conscious, uh, Amin Ross Squad, 
uh, Baba TV, um, you know, Blue, you can name a few, Underground Railroad with Brother Rich. Um, I mean, okay. I could go on for I could go on for yeah. days. The, the, the Zoa Show, my brother Sabir Bay has a show out of, uh, you know, L.A. And and there there definitely are others, you know what I'm saying? You could go into the archives, get some of that like it is in, in, in your bloodstream. You know what I'm saying? Dig into the archives, big classics. Okay, indeed. So, yes. so that's, you know. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Because everybody, we live in an age of information, so there's nothing that I can say actually stop an individual from, you know, obtaining information and news before he or she retires for the night. I don't have the power to do that. But all I could say is I could show them alternative outlets and point to them. When we do our radio show, we're not focusing on what people are doing in China. You know, we're not focusing on Vladimir Putin and things of that nature and the threats that he's giving. We're not focusing on the end of the world in 2012. We're not focusing on... We're not really giving energy to that stuff because it is what it is. It's, it, you know, we're not focusing on ISIS and the Taliban because, you know, it is what it is. You know, they, they're going to do what they do. This is a theater. Right. It's a movie. You know what I mean? These things happen. So we're focusing on self-transformation. We're focusing on the journey. We're focusing on knowing thyself. So we isolate ourselves from a lot of those situations, we'll speak about it and demystify it and decode it and break it down and throw it away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And keep it moving. There's so many things that were supposed to happen. There's so many meteorites that were supposed to crash into us. There's so many computer (laughs) bugs that were supposed to, you know, short circuit. And, you know, there were so many floods that were supposed to happen and so many volcanoes that were going to swallow us up. Like, so many, yeah, diseases. It was supposed to decimate millions. Yeah, it's so much Ebola. Oh, it was supposed to get us. And our job on Know the Ledge and other outlets, because like I said before, we collaborate. We have no problem with collaboration. You know, we, we, we enjoy collaborating with our brothers and sisters. We don't have no problems with anybody. You know, we keep it peaceful. And we just share information. But we, we do our best to debunk and demystify and unplug our family from out of this matrix. Now, remember, keep in mind, going back to what I was talking about two weeks ago, living in the electrified age, living in the age of information in the electrified age where information travels at the speed of light. This is, a, this is an interesting time. You know, this is the age of information for real. Like, it really manifested. So you have to be responsible for the deluge. You have to be able to filter your information. You have to be able right. to intake, you know, as much alkaline information as possible. Or if you are an alchemist, you could take in, you know, the base metal and you could turn it into gold. So you could take in a negative story and you'll be able to flip it. You feel what I'm saying? You'll be able to flip it. Like when I saw the Baltimore riots, people perceived that as a negative incident. The alchemist within me was like, oh, that's that's gold right there. That's the gold rush. 
we need to be able to send some representatives down there because those people are ready for some lessons. People are ready for some information. Those people are finally ready to turn things around. They, they, in that, in they, that they're ready for change. The community yeah. will be susceptible now to any um, business plans that you have. You know, they'll welcome you with open doors. You know what I'm saying? Now you can implement. Now you can rebuild. You feel me? You can get in there and exploit all of those situations for the better, not for exploitation reasons of, 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 of the worst, but for the better. You know, so these are grand opportunities. Ferguson was an opportunity to speak about municipalities and how they turn people into to cash revenue. It was the perfect time to speak about the relationship between corporations and, and, and you know, their quote-unquote citizenry. So these 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 skirmishes and these news stories, again, present you with the wonderful, the best opportunities to appear, you know what I'm saying, to show up. The thing is nobody's showing up. So the only thing you get is a lopsided coverage, and, and it just remains a stain. Yeah, there was a uh, news broadcast that came on, and they showed the Bloods and the Crips uh, combining, you know, and speaking intelligently, you know, to the news. And they Talk about it. Lightning. You heard, you heard them, brothers? I heard them, man. They had lightning. They eyes, sound they so conscious. Oh, man, it was beautiful, man. I was like, oh, man, I wish I could get to those brothers, man, because they were just so powerful. They wasn't thug-looking. They They didn't look like thugs or nothing. They just like intelligent, conscious brothers. super articulate. And what I'm saying saying with you is this, family, that those brothers are articulate and they be they're able to articulate themselves in such a manner of um to show intelligence because like I said before, this is the age that we are living in. Do not underestimate the power of what is being done by the collective. I'm not even they them brothers never had to watch one video. I'm going to show with I'm I'm sharing with you the power of the collective thought. I'm sharing with you the power of the field of resonance. If Negroes in Harlem wake up, Negroes in Baltimore wake up by proxy. It's all it's mm, all DNA. So it doesn't mm. they didn't have to watch one video. They didn't have to do anything. If they're aligned with their higher self, if they are mm. in, if they're if they're part of our field, they are going to be waking up anyway. It doesn't matter. Anyway. The only thing is the only thing that's missing is the fact that we're not we're not coming together physically. To come into a circle. So if the Bloods and the Crips came together and showed that in front of the world to change, then the nation of Islam and the nation of gods and earth and the Morris Science Temple of America and the RBG and the Hebrew Israelites, I'm naming organizations that might have a million members each collectively. Right. So if the Bloods and the Crips who do physical harm to each other... The red, the red and the blue. Right. The red and the blue. They they got bodies in the ground. Matt, there's a there's a civil war that's taking place amongst them since the seventies. If they could come right. together, what what's the bad blood between the conscious community? What blood is being shed on our end? I know in the sixties and the seventies it was they got violent and things of that nature, but up until now, I haven't really the only blood that's being spilled is on the chat room and in Facebook, you know. 
there's no violence. So, so at the end of the day, the only thing that's holding the brothers and sisters back is ideology, ego, belief, and pride. So when we yeah, realize, we become more responsible as quote-unquote leaders in our communities, and we realize the, the power of thought and what it is that we're speaking and what it is that we're thinking and the fact that when we're waking up, we're waking other people up just by waking up. If you go into a room as an enlightened and awakened person amongst people that are asleep and you just go into the you don't even got to say nothing. If you step into the room, your presence, the energy and the resonance field, your frequency and your vibration will change the whole room. It's like radio stations. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, it, it's frequencies like that. You know, you're able to change the whole frequency of the room with your presence. Don't say that. Don't, you know, and don't don't wind up talking. If you start talking and building and dropping knowledge, I mean, come on. You know how many barbershops I was able to uplift just with some conversations? So we don't know the power of ourselves. We don't know the power of our thoughts. We don't know the power of our field of resonance. We don't know the power of DNA. We were not taught this in grade school. I don't know too many people that's even learning that in college with the loans that they're incurring. You know what I'm saying? This is information that is that's being taught in secret societies. This is information that's being taught inside of the lodges. This is information that's being taught, um, you know, in other places where the information is considered arcane. But Fortunately, like I said, we belong to the age of information, and Google is the master teacher, so you can teach yourself. You can have study groups. You could continue to learn through the Internet, or you can hit the old-fashioned library and dig in and go in. You know, you can have conversations with people across the world from your living room, your bedroom, or off your phone. I mean, it's, the, the possibilities are endless. What it is is that we are so... Yo, family, I was just conversing on the phone with my people in China, and then we Skyped, and I'm looking at them, and then they invited me to a chat forum with over 100 other people, and the forum is called Blacks in China, and I'm conversing, asking people real-time questions. Right, these are individuals from the states that have gone over to China to teach and to do business. I'm getting all my information. You know what I'm saying? On my phone. Well, I got a fifty dollar contract, B. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what is this? Like, where are we at with this? For real? We got excuses? I want to get Come into this thing real quick. This passage is about thought. It's gonna get a little deep. But, you know, keep up with me, and I'm sure the family will be able to, we're going to break it down afterwards in layman terms. Can we influence our future through our thoughts? An unequivocal yes, we can do that, perhaps more so than we thought. Quantum physics has discovered something very exciting, showing again that we can essentially completely change our lives at any time and that we can make anything in life a reality. I spoke about the super consciousness two weeks ago, and what I said is anything that you could perceive has already been created. Anything that you can think of has already been created. Anything that your imagination can, 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 can perceive in your third eye 
it has already been created. You all, that's where that's where the master teachers came and say, Bobby Hemet, Phil Valentine, and them. You already won. You already won. You already got it. You just have to physically, actively, collectively get off your black asses or your Aboriginal asses, whatever you call it, and come together and push towards that idea or that vision. You have to be visionaries. You have one of the illest computers ever created, all right? And that's your brain. And inside of your brain is your imagination. There's no nation better than imagination. So it's nation time. We have to tap into our imagination. We have to tap into the faculties of our mind. The European is doing it. The Asian is doing it. The African is doing it. The East Indian is doing it successfully. They're creating their future with their imagination. They're pulling shit down from the superconscious. They're pulling things down from the Akashic records. When somebody lied and told you that they couldn't, they, they, they could do that. They're doing it. You know, and you can do that too. Don't feel bad. Don't feel left out. Don't feel like you're in behind the race because you're the father. Don't feel inferior. Don't feel inferior. You're in this you're race. Not. Yeah. You're in this race. As we now know, human beings transmit energy through their thoughts, all people do. We also know that energy with a certain oscillation attracts reciprocal energy. This is a logical effect. Since we not only attract people and events towards us, to do the same degree, we are also attracted by other people and events. The requirement is that both energies resonate with each other similarly. Now, quantum physics has discovered that so-called quantum waves, for example, our thoughts and beliefs work not only spatially but also temporally. They don't just spread out in space. They also spread out in time as in the term time waves. There are quantum waves that are communicated from the past, future, that are known as normal quantum waves. There are also energy waves called conjugate complex waves that are communicated from the future to the past. It is truly amazing, but this is just how it is. The waves communicated towards the future are called propositional waves or offer waves. Keep the word offer waves. And those communicated in return towards the past are also called echo waves. When two such waves meet, that is to say when an echo wave out of the future encounters an awful wave from the past that we have put out there, one of the two waves will shape the other, bringing about what is known as event probability. According to quantum physics, the possibility that one event occur results from the meeting of an awful wave from the past and a matching echo wave from the future, according to translator, writer, and editor George Stockmuth in his book, The Making of Reality, How Consciousness Creates the World. To better explain, let's compare this to how a fax device works. When we send a fax, the machine first establishes contacts with another fax device and exchanges specific test signals. Only then when both devices are on the same transmission waves, can the data be exchanged? According to George Stockmuth, the past and the future communicate in similar ways with each other through the meeting of matching signals, create a concrete event of higher consciousness at the midpoint. 
which is an experienced present. This means that not only does the past influence the future, but the future also influences the past. Our mind might have a hard time understanding this notion because we tend to see time in a linear fashion, meaning a straight path. It's always from the past to the future. So now the opposite should be possible. John G. Kramer's theory not only has been confirmed multiple times, it has made specific paradoxes in quantum physics explicable. The truth of the non-linearity of time means the future is not less real than the past. So if anybody has saw the documentary, What the Bleak Do We Know?, or if you saw the movie X-Men, uh, from Future to Past, I believe that's the last days, X-Men that came out. Days of Future huh? Past, yes. Days of Future Past. Uh-huh. It, it, it showed you that you can affect by going back in time. They were able, in the movie, they were able or to... Or if you saw this, uh, yeah, this old movie, this old little old movie called Back to the Future. Yeah. Back to the Future? Yeah. <laughs> so what it's saying is, the future has been communicating with us, but the past has also been communicating with us as well. So now inside of the conscious community, you know, the rise of the consciousness over the past 100 years, we have our master teachers and our scholars and also our master students digging into the past, uncovering the past and reconstructing the past and, you know, simultaneously restoring that which was destroyed through reconstruction and the revisionist period, right? The reconstruction and the revisionist period of history was when the Europeans took all of the information, all of the all of the right knowledge, and came up with their stories. This was pre-Hollywood. This was their pre-version of Hollywood or how to change the future or change reality by playing with the past. Then, when you had the invention of Hollywood, one of the first movies of Hollywood, to show you the power of propaganda was The Birth of a Nation. And with The Birth of a Nation, they showed you with D.W. Griffith's movie, The Birth of a Nation, it was a propaganda movie that was false. They falsified reality. When you get into the book or when you get into the the documentary, The Empire Their Own, which which spoke about how the Jews, the Eastern Jews, the Eastern European Jews from places like Germany and other places like the Caucasus uh, regions and stuff like that came together in California and created what did you know as Hollywood, which was a. And when they created the moving picture, they were able to successfully manipulate reality by doing such. They were able to successfully manipulate reality by telling stories about a time that never, ever, ever existed. existed. Right. Google it, family. Google, yeah, Google the American dream. They created what you, what you consider and call the American dream. This is not conspiracy. This is historical fact. It was a Hollywood creation. And when we mean Hollywood, we mean the Eastern Jew, the Eastern European they did that in order to fit in with the aristocrats, the aristocratic, yeah, the blue bloods. First, first they were appealing to the the aristocratic Eastern Jew because they were the peasantry, came from the lower rungs of Eastern Jewry, so they had to compete with the upper rung Germans and the the upper rung aristocratic Jews. There was 
over in California doing, you know, they was filthy rich. They had brought the riches over, and they was getting money and living like aristocrats. And then they had the blue bloods who were the wasp over here in this country who never would accept them because they were Jews. So they created a false dynamic. They created a false reality to uh, to kind of like put themselves in and to pay homage to the, the ideal of what they felt Americanism was. And thus so the they created, Carnegie, yes. Mm-hmm. The Rockefellers, the Carnegies, uh, the Fords, these are the robber barons that they call them. These are your blue bloods. These are your white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. These would be for conspiracy theorists and things that, these are your Freemason Illuminati, all right? If that satisfies, you know, your 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 conspiracy theorist self. These, these bloodlines or these families were in control of the majority of wealth. These were these were the policy makers and things of that nature. You know, these are who these Euro, these Eastern European Jews were appealing to to sit at the table with. So the myth of the American dream, the myth of the great white hope of America was created through the lens and the cameras of Hollywood. This is not this I mean, this is this would be this is, this would be well this would be known by everybody if it's not already. So we're saying all of that to say that I'm giving you a level of quantum physics. We're showing you quantum physics, which is metaphysics, you know, same thing. And we're showing you a level of sorcery, Kabbalah, mysticism, all intertwined in one and something so simple that you call a movie. Okay? Now, mm-hmm. if we fast forward to today, let's just go into the let's go into the 70s and then let's go up into right now. Now, in the 70s, power era, post civil rights era, you had the rise of what is known black exploitation films. Black exploitation films were the first time that our people were ever able to go into movie theaters and see images, 100-inch screens, images of our people putting their hands on white folk. Okay? Like, scratch scratch all of the other exploitation things that were taking place in those movies. What you were seeing was the fact that you had masculine black men, you know what I mean, who were still masculine, who still had version, you know, their warrior selves, putting their hands on Europeans, post-civil rights, post-turn-the-cheek era, post-passive uh, aggressiveness, post-we-shall-overcome. That did something to our people, okay? That created mm. a mentality within our people that we were some bad mofos, you know what I mean? Like, you know, that that made us stick out our chest. You, you understand what I'm saying? And yeah. I don't know how many people are from that era, but I'm from that era. I'm, I'm from, we were born in the 70s and in the 80s, and, and, and even in the time when we were teenagers, that mentality and the way that black men were carrying themselves and the way that they were handled their oppressor or the opposition, that they were still carrying out that program from those black exploitation films. They had no problem whatsoever. No, 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 there was no hindrance for them to put their hands on Europeans if they got in their way. Or none. to even put their hands on Europeans if they were hungry, if they needed something to eat. It was like, let's think about the food chain. 
Okay, let's just let's just put it into layman terms. The food chains. Our people were like the top of the food chain in New York City at that time. That's how they saw themselves. They were at the top of the food chain. So they went when they went out to eat, they would see other deer and things like that and gazelles and they'd chase them down. And that that's what they were eating <laughs> from. You know. And then later on down the line, you had Hollywood or rather the Jew or other people come in and take over black exploitation films, and that's when the buffoonery took place. That's when the buffoonery were happening. That's when they were really using those movies to degrade our people and to throw our people into a very negative light. Then Superfly came. My father told me the impact right. of Superfly. He said brothers went into Superfly with afros and came out with perms and coke spoons. Then, right. then... Scarface came. Right. So even, even, a, yeah, even to the point, and I would interview with Freeway Ricky Ross, he clearly, clearly said, yo, I got into the dope business because I saw Superfly, and that's who I wanted to be. So this program, again, right, was downloaded in his consciousness, his subconsciousness, and he had committed himself, his, 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 his mentality, his life force, and his resources to say, this is the life I'm going to live. And thus, when he had the opportunity, you know, to, um, you know, to jump out with a product such as crack cocaine, which came from, apparently from what he said, he's the one that implemented the whole aspect of adding the baking soda, baking soda, baking soda to it, you know what I'm saying? He was able to create uh, such a di diabolic product, you know, that, you know, <laughs> for what many people would tell me, nigga, he saved the hood. You need to stop with that shit. So any which way that you see it or flip it, this is what his motivation was, that program, that movie. You ready to go Yeah, right, continue, because you was going somewhere with it. Yes, I was going there. What I was talking about is we didn't even begin to touch the slave movie. Now, I was using all of that to build up to get to the slave movie, okay? Now, the slave movie is a direct, you know, it's, a, it, it, it's, 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 it's the most easiest way to show you how they were able to program or reprogram your past and directly affect your future. Now, prior to prior to Roots, right? Prior to Roots, if you speak to anybody down south, any of the family who has family down south, you know, uh, not anybody, but especially the family that lives in the Gulf region, Mississippi, Arkansas, Louisiana, Texas, and other places, and then you go into Tennessee, you go into um, Georgia, the D.C., the Gullah, you know what I'm saying? You go into other places. Our ancestors said that they were here before the Europeans showed up, okay? The majority of the ancestors was like, we ain't, we ain't coming no ships. We was already here handling our business, doing what we do, trading, doing commerce with anybody that came through, uh, allowing other people to 
you know, through treaties and whatnot to trade and to trap, you know, fur, uh, tobacco, and all of these other things. Alex Haley comes out with rules, and everybody was a slave, according to this nigga. Everybody came on the ship. Everybody was a slave. Everybody was subservient. You ain't seen no Negro uprising. You ain't seen no free. You know, I mean, come on, bro. And then when you go, and then when you find out later on, all all things come to light that he was a fucking agent. He was a part of my friends. He was CIA. Sure was. So why is a CIA agent getting all of this backing? He did the super mini series. Coming that my my father told me the streets was clean when Roots was on. The, the streets was just empty. Everybody watched it. And yeah, they, he began. Huh? I mean the country, but that Roots was a mass programming. It was on every night, okay, for two weeks. It was it programmed mm-hmm. the whole nation, okay. I, I, so I, that's I, I, that was yeah. about. So that's that 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 rocked our parents. And then you had things like crack cocaine and other things come, or or the the the, the rise of the urban drug deal and the pimp and all of these other things. They began to get leeway and things of that nature. I'm saying that the fact that they changed your history, that they manipulated your past, family, that they were able to go into your subconscious and denationalize you, or dethrone you, or take you completely out of the context through your DNA of who you originally are and put you in a place where you're not, that had an effect on your future. Now, fast forward to the last 10 years, why the hell and how the hell do we get all of these influx of slave movies? What's the prop? Like, what's the, what's behind all of that? Why are you getting 12 years of slaves? Why are you getting the butler? Why are you getting the help? But you never got a movie about Malcolm. Uh, you got Malcolm. You never got nothing about Elijah. You never got Marcus. You never got uh, Nat Turner's movie. You never got... Uh, the Black Wall Street story. You never got a, a, a Selassie story. You know what I'm saying? You never got nothing. They never mentioned them. They, you, the, the only time they mentioned the Moors was in a damn Martin Lawrence comedy and in Robin Hood. You ain't get nothing about the Moors. You didn't get Hannibal. Multi-million dollar budgets were spent on showing your ass in a subservient. You ain't get, you ain't get Mansa Musa? You ain't get Mansa Musa? You didn't get a cartoon with your face on it. The Japanese, who got bombed by the Europeans, completely annihilated in World War II, right? All of their cartoons got white, blonde-haired people in it. Sure do. But they want to break dance and pop lock, wear locks and shit. They want to go over to Jamaica and surfboard all day. But there's no cultural exchange taking place. They worship these Europeans. How? How is that? They don't even give us, they don't even create characters that look like us. But they eat off of the culture. They want to be reggae. They want to be hip-hop. They want, I've, I've seen the Japanese James Brown. But they gave you... They got the Japanese they culture out right now specifically mimicking black youth. They got uh, the young generation, and yes. I forgot what they call it. It's a name, 
and they want to be black. It's in yeah, Japan. yeah, I remember them, the Barbie something. Yeah. And there's no cultural exchange whatsoever. They're, even in China, even in places in Europe, even all of these places where they could, if, if, if we knew what culture we belong to, if we accepted the fact that hip-hop is ours and it's a trillion-dollar global phenomenon, and, and, and it was created in the Bronx by Africa, by the Zulu Nation, and this is ours, and we're not supposed to be poor and impoverished, and we're not supposed to be going through all of the things that we're going through, and these Europeans are not supposed to be reaping all of the riches. It took us 40 years to create a billionaire in hip-hop. Come on, man. You're trying to tell mm. me that these Negroes ain't asleep? It mm. took 40 years to create a billionaire in hip-hop? Mm. I could do the math right now and show you how by selling a $20 album, you could become a billionaire like this. And the Negroes ain't made a billion dollars in hip-hop? Do you know how easy that was supposed to be? So going back to the programming that took place, how they, how, how they easily have manipulated our past. And by doing such... You're seeing in modern-day times the results of that. Please tell me that this shit don't feel like we're living in a Jim Crow era. Is that not what people are saying on CNN? When they had the Selma march conveniently 40 years, and they're like, what has changed? And then they volunteered and said, nothing has changed? 50 years, yeah. 50 years? And they're like, nah, ain't shit changed. Ain't that? It's the same thing. But all they're doing is showing you through the movies, through the TV shows. It was an influx of that shit. All of this slavery stuff, all of this subservient. You would think, if somebody's not educated, you would think, and this is what they told us in grade school when they, when they, when, when they, when they committed crimes against humanity, they told you that your history started with slavery. We should go back, each one of us, and follow writ or create some kind of legal... Uh, uh, instrument or, or whatever and charge them with crimes against humanity for blatantly programming your mind for destruction. They lie to you. And you can prove that now. But you, you'll let that shit roll over your back because you don't know the significance behind it. You don't even think that you don't see that you don't see the weight of that. You have no idea how they destroyed your future by destroying your past. Subconscious programming. This this we is the part of the show family. where you dropped the ball. Yeah. We <laughs> wasn't all slaves family. When you look at the thirteen colonies, they were all they were along the shorelines of America. Okay? The European was not allowed to leave the land or he would get scalped or they would take his ass for slavery. There were more European mm-hmm. slaves in America in the sixteen and seventeen hundreds than there were Negroes. Did they show you that in the movie? Go get the book, They Were White and They Were Slaves. Go get the book, Muslim Masters, White Slaves. It's on Amazon. Please don't take my word for it. Go to the master mm. teacher, Google. He will show you the way. Mm. They were not allowed all of the, when you look at the colonies, all of them were along the shorelines of America. You have in your perception that they had cities back then. Those cities that are bad, that with these imaginary borders that we live inside, those were not the same places. The shit was not as large as that during the time of slavery. There was a plantation, there was a fort or a garrison, and that was it. 
and they traded, uh, and uh, they traded up and down the seashores, and they traded, they, they took their horses and would ride them up and down, but they were, they were getting, they were taken captive. They were getting, getting washed out. up. They were getting washed the hell up. They never defeated the Seminoles, three wars. Yeah. They never defeated the Geechee and the Gullah in Georgia. They, they were not allowed to venture into the swamps. They were not allowed to venture forth into the forest. So the Europeans, they, they, they had their own people as indentured servants. They sent criminals from Europe over to the Americas in the 1600s to, to, to share the land, to, to, be share, to, um, to work the land. They would, they would convict you and ask you, did you want to go into the prisons or did you want to go to America? 60% of them was like, put me in the goddamn prisons. I'm not going to America. Okay? They were dying from heat exhaustion. They were dying from diseases. They were dying from all kind of stuff. They were dying from starvation. Come on, man. So how the hell are you giving this narrative or this story that millions of us was inside some goddamn slave house, shackled and chained, yes, sir, yes, master, Nobody was doing shit outside of that. I mean, come on, man. Really? Really? No, really. Programming. That's what it was. So, a hundred years from now, do you they're know what juxtaposing, they're Yeah, they're juxtaposing the slavery story with the prison story. Prison story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A hundred years from now, they're going to say, in 2015, with a black president, because I know people would be like, yo, how is there black presidents before, and they had slaves, the niggas were sellouts, and how was there free black people, and they had people on their plantation, those people were sellouts, I don't like them. You are retarded. You don't even know what you're speaking about. You have no concept whatsoever about history. You're putting it in a modern-day context, because 100 years from now, they're going to say there was a black president and two million slaves. I promise you. Because if you're in, if you're incarcerated, you are legally a slave. It's in the 14th Amendment. I mean, the, the, the 13th and the 14th breaks that down. You're in a, you're a slave. What is the prison complex industry but a plantation? That's that's modern day slavery. It's in the Constitution. I didn't make that up. So when they say when they say 50 years from now there was two million slaves in the American. Uh, borders of the United States of America, and then there was 40-some-odd million, or whatever the number is, free black people, Negroes 100 or 50 years, 100 years, they, like, oh, they sold us out. They sold us out. I don't believe that. Yeah. How could they walk around and there was... No, no. And they're going to be like, they were slave owners, because they're going to show you the Michael Jordan owned stocks in the private prison complex. They're going to show you, you the videos, and they're going to be like, oh, there was, there was, there was, um, there was black overseers. They're going to show you pictures of captains and lieutenants that are in the correctional department. Oh, how can our people do that to us? It's the same concept that was going on back then, bro. Come on, man. Come on. So until we correct our history, we, until we... You got to correct your history on the screen. All of that, the lectures and shit is cool and everything. Great. Kudos. Negroes need epic movies, though. You got to reverse. You have to reprogram the mind that already has been programmed. Indeed. I'm in agreement. Uh, Ray, can you uh, touch on collective economics? You rolled into a half an hour mark from the end, so uh, all right, I want you to easy. Sound of collective economics a little bit. Collective economics. We live in a digital era. We live in a digital age, okay? There are collectively 
people coming together online to gossip and to talk crazy and to poke women and to watch women twerk and all of that, that's great. Do what you do. But if you don't come together collectively to share wealth or to build wealth or to put your pennies or your dollars in a bucket and let it add up, then come to me later on down the line and say, brother, what was you doing for us? Or what are you doing for yourself? What are you doing for the collective? Earlier, I spoke about the Bloods and the Crips coming together. Then I mentioned, you know, I, I ran over a few names of organizations that exist amongst us that we all should be familiar with. You have the Nation of Islam, who has an enormous body of, uh, of membership. You have the Nation of Gods and Earth, who also have an enormous body. You have the Morris Science Temple of America with all kinds of temples everywhere. And then you got other Moors that don't belong to the temples. And then you have Pan-Africans who told us that they were going to Africa. I haven't seen proof yet. You got the RBGs who are black power militants. Then you have the Nile Valley Civilization brothers that um, respond to the whole comedic uh, narratives and things of that nature, Hotep. Right. right? And then you have other brothers and sisters that belong to the metaphysical and the occult community. Now, if we all realize, then you got the Hebrew Israelites, who, in my humble opinion, I think, based on what I've, what I've been seeing over the past few years, they might got more numbers than everybody because they come out the woodwork. I know. Now, they've been growing. All right. They've been growing. Now, they've been growing. If we don't create a collective treasury, utilizing the social networks that, are, that have been given to us by our ancestors. I, 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 that's a whole nother lecture, you know, but I spoke about it on the show before about Patar being the one who is governed. He, he, he governs all technology and things of that nation, uh, of that, of that nature, right. the netter, the netter rules and whatnot. And, 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 and the fact that, you know, that the whole goddamn everything it's coming out of uh, all, all kind of technology. It's coming out of the, the, the caves and the grounds of Africa anyway. Why they couldn't use something from Europe or Asia? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason behind that. And the whole mathematical principle of the binary, the binary, the computer language, the, the yes and the no, the one and the, the zero and the one, the true and the false, that's all us. We do that. That's what we've been doing, okay? So... If we don't utilize technology, which can assist us in our evolution and then our revolution, then we deserve what we get. Okay? You got to stop playing games and start making games. We got to stop, you know what I mean, being customers and being producers. So first and foremost, before we do anything, before we go anywhere, we have to pool our resources if 30,000 people come together and put $20 up, you will make $600,000. Do that weekly for four weeks, create a treasury, and then we will be able to delegate all kind of affairs at that point. That is not hard at all. I have a brother, Brother Rich from the Underground Railroad, has 69,000 subscribers. If 30,000 of them were serious about their future and their baby's future and the now, they could put $20 up on Friday. If they cannot afford $20 for the evolution of our people, then what are they doing? What are we doing? Why are we even in this thing? 
And if I they was, don't uh, have it, if there's a reason that they don't have it, then they could utilize. We could they could be utilized for something else. We all have skill sets. We all have skill sets. We have to have a grand gathering. Forget a lecture. Forget a debate. Forget a concert. We need to have a gathering, okay? The Negroes do it. They come together all-star weekend. Niggas came together for the pac You know how much money was wasted at the pacquiao Manny Mayweather fight? You know how much money got tossed? Do you know how much money collectively is going to be spent in the strip clubs around Negroville, America tonight? Do you know how yeah. much money is going to be spent on bottles in every bar and club in America tonight? So they can't complain. The days of that, I'm not, I'm not trying to hear it. I mean, somebody else can hear it. I'm just not trying to hear it. I know that our people have expendable income. And they use it, they use they utilize it in the most retarded ways imaginable. You right. feel what I'm exactly. saying? Yeah, I was listening they to Brother Umar. Most, so this is this is this is gonna take. This. Let me let me finish, Red. Let me say something. I was listening to Brother Umar Johnson speaking one time. He said if if black families could just save their Christmas money, okay, about maybe a thousand dollars per family, we can change our condition overnight. Just with Christmas and, money. And the reason, yeah, and the reason why I brought up the conscious community and the organizations that consist of the conscious community is the fact that I'm not going to put this on the shoulders of the people who are considered the walking dead or the sleepers. I'm not going to get at them yet because when they see the community with a $2.2 million treasury and we're building and we're buying land and we're building and doing other things, they will immediately get in line. When we're going overseas with 100-person delegations to Asia, into Africa, into India, forget the European. Let's talk technology. The, 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 the headquarters, the brainchild of all technology, everything that's taking place, if you get an app built, they're doing that shit in India. If you want some kind of things done manufacturing-wise, they're doing it in Asia. If you need resources and other thing and land and you need uh, manpower stuff, they're in Africa. So why are we even focused on the European? He's not even in the equation. You, you feel not what I'm even. saying? They rock with him. They rock not with him even. because you're not there. He's not. They rock with him because he comes in your name. Mm. He comes as an American. He's a European. That lives in America. He's not American. Okay, let's get that straight. You're not going. You're not getting on the plane. You're not getting on a plane with suitcases filled with money trying to do business. Niggas is getting on a plane with suitcases filled with money going to buy cocaine and weed and heroin. <laughs> That's the dumb shit that they're doing. And they becoming slaves. Okay, they're wasting income and they're wasting their money. So I have no. I can't cry tears for these niggas no more. I cannot. I can't. Like I can't. I'm not losing sleep over the retarded shit that's being done because our people are being programmed to destroy themselves and they belong to a deaf culture. We have to change that around. But those of us that are responsible, that said that we want to be conscious and we want to be smart and we love the babies and we want to make something happen in the future, I just explained to you, let me just read this one passage. The future already exists somewhere out there. Otherwise, it could not send any waves into the past, which is our present. And your future already exists right now in this very moment. Nevertheless, it is not predetermined because we each have different possibilities to choose from each to create a different kind of future, in fact. 
Science has shown that the possibility exists that we can choose our future. So how does this work, that the future already exists? Does this mean it is already written? No, because our future already exists in countless versions. Science has made significant projects since 1980 when John G. Kramer made his initial sensational discovery. The common belief then was that only one reality exists, and accordingly that we only have one possible future. Meanwhile, scientists were discovering that there are different parallel realities occurring at the same damn time. This, therefore, becomes truly interesting when we consider our successful wishing energy and our creative visualization. So we got, and, and I know they're going to be like, this nigga is, he's the, the, the twin pillars, the red and the blue. They one of those, uh, they mumble jumbo in. They're not saying that we're supposed to pick up the guns. They're not militant enough for me. They're saying that we, no, I'm telling you, we need to come together, change our thoughts collectively. We need to visualize our future because that already exists. If you want it, you better go out there and grab it because they are going to create their future collectively. And if you want to trump that, you got to come collect. Because, you know, Negroes are sitting in the movie theaters getting programmed by their by their auto suggestion, by the Europeans' visualization that no niggas exist in space in the future. It's one black person in Star Wars. Now there's two. There was Billy D. Williams. Now the new commercial, they got another dude who took over the oh, nah. Stormtrooper it's, helmet. It's three. Yeah, they got Lapita, too. So you got the Stormtrooper. <laughs> you got Lapita. Lapita and somebody else. So what I'm saying is no Billy those of us D. in the community who said that we're responsible, it's time to stop playing games. If you want to start with 100 people, fine, let's do it. Then we could build, and then we could go to a 1,000 people. I'm getting on a campaign this summer. I'm hitting the road, me and my brother. We're going to many different things. I got my brothers behind me. And we're going to show the people, look, put that $20 up. We need that, 30000 That's not a lot of people. That is not a lot of people. All I'm saying, and we, we will have, believe me, we will have, because I know niggas is like, oh, they're trying to buy Jordans and, they're going to run with the money. Where am I going? We're going to have a treasury. It's going to be put together digitally. Everything is transparent. Not one dollar will be spent without you being able to see. We might put it in bitcoins because that's all transparency. Okay? You don't have to worry about it. We will elect leaders. We will elect elders to watch over the treasury. Then we'll be able to come together as a think tank. Then we'll be able to come together and sit at the table and to hash out whatever ideas that we have, and we'll be able to put forth things. We'll be able to hire thousands of people. Do you know how much it costs to start an LLC or a business? $500. $500. So you mean to tell me that each Friday, if we come together and put this money together, we can't create a 1,000 businesses and start employing people? you got to crawl in order to walk. We're in a, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, you know, we, we, you got to have a 10-year plan. I'm not doing, this shit is not about, I have long-term goals, family. This is not about, you know, Dr. Ben died. He, 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 he left this planet almost at 100 years old. He was putting in work for 20 years old. Dr. Sabian is doing a lecture on the 29th in Newark. He's in his 80s. You understand what I'm saying? He's, he's doing this until he – I'm doing this until I'm gone. So I have a long-term goal. I'm not in it to just jump out. I know that it's going to take a lot, but we have to work with each other. It doesn't matter about – I don't belong to any group. 
I belong to the future. That's who I belong to, okay? So we got to stop looking, oh, he's wearing an arc. I can't rock with him. If that's your mentality, then you will, I mean, I mean, if that's where you at with it, you have to sit down now and think about, am I going to watch the nightly news again tonight? Because that shit has programmed me to be a fear-mongerer, backwards-thinking, pessimistic hater. I hate myself. Okay, because I've been programmed to hate myself. There's no reason to hate yourself. You have been given no reason to hate yourself. You need to love yourself, love your people, and love the idea of us winning in the future, or the now for that matter. That's just one simple concept. There's a few other ideas out there, but we have to collectively come together. I didn't do this lecture to say that it's about one person doing it. There's no one group that could do it. I'm sure many of us went and watched the Avengers the Avengers Part 2, you see how all of those superheroes came together? Well, we, we superheroes as well. We cannot defeat Ultron without forming Voltron. I got to hashtag that, you know, because that's what it's going to take. This this beast or this entity and the work that they've done is so severe and so extreme that ain't no magical Negro coming out of the damn manger going to save you. Ain't not, It's not one person. Ain't one group. All of us, family, because we all have the same ideas. We all have the same ideals. They're selling land right now, $80,000 for a city. They're selling acreage for, uh, uh, you know, $100,000. We got brothers and sisters who know how to do certain things to acquire, you know, land in, in other ways. We have to put our minds together. One mind is, is, is great. One mastermind is awesome. But what if a thousand of us are thinking at the same time about the same thing collectively? That we That's really quantum. realizing that we're not playing games. We're not thinking about loving hip hop. We're not thinking about the cocoa and none of that. We're just putting our minds, visually right. putting it, no doubt in our hearts, no fear. We're just focused on our goals and our aspirations, and we're thinking about our baby smiling because we've accomplished something, and we're thinking about Malcolm X smiling, we're thinking about Marcus Garvey smiling, we're thinking about uh, Huey P. Newton, we're thinking about all of the great ones, Noble Drew Ali, all of our ancestors who are rolling in their graves right now, finally be having a reason to smile. That's what I want to do. Right. That's okay. quantum mind that's you're talking about. That's what we should about. start doing. But right that's now, visually, we have to clean our minds up. We have to begin to clean our minds up. Facts. We got to study technology. Don't be afraid of it. Get into your study in technology. Study collaborative economies, trust economies, shared economies. Okay? Those are the new economies. Free economies. They call it free economy. Go and study that right now. Go online. It's free. Go and do the research. You will come up with models and concepts that they are using. One one example, just give you one example, share economy. Okay, everybody's familiar with Uber. Everybody's familiar with Airbnb right now. They are using the business model of the share economy. It is a billion-plus-dollar economy that is being utilized right now. Europeans are using ancient concepts that we used to use as Aboriginal Indigenous people, they're applying it to technology, and they're winning. What is a share economy? A share economy says, I have a car that I could use instead of riding through the block and shit at two miles an hour, rim still spinning, trying to pick up a little, you know, 16-year-old girl, and in the, in, 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 I'm just playing. 
You know how people do, though. I'm trying to floss on my own people and ride around. No, them your peers is like, yo, we got an extra car. We turn that shit into a cab. Uber, billion dollars. Okay? I got an extra room in my apartment. I'm going to turn, I'm going to go, I'm going I'm to use my room like the hotel. Uh, Airbnb, billion dollar empire. That's called share economy. That's called if I got something extra, I'm going to learn how to share it, and you can monetize that at this point. It's simple shit. It might be too simple for our people to understand. They might see a conspiracy theory in it, and then they just negate themselves at that point. But at the end of the day, that's on you because I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, this makes sense. This makes sense. Mm. This makes sense. So all, all, all up and down and out the south, all throughout the south, all throughout the West Coast, the Midwest, and stuff like that. You got all of these people with these empty rooms and stuff like that, and, uh, you know, room and board, and they got people with cars, three or four cars in the garage. You now can monetize all of that. You don't, you don't have to be an Uber driver. You create your own. You don't got to be Airbnb. You could create a conscious Airbnb because I travel a lot. I don't like going to no hotels. I could come and give you some bread to stay in the room or whatnot so we could come into town and do some workshops and lectures and teach the people because that's what this is about, getting out there and doing the work and bring some of our other comrades with us so we could come and set up shop. It's, 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 it's so sad. It's so sad that you got brothers and sisters who go on these campaigns. I've been seeing brothers lecturing for decades now, and I have yet once seen a lecture where somebody has had come to a town and set up a set up a business for people in that town and then left. Maybe it happened. I just haven't. I ain't been on YouTube lately. I don't know. Maybe I missed out. But that's the shit that needs to happen right now. We need workshops. We need. We need. We need uh, uh, seminars. We need. Uh, you know. We need like career days. So we can come and hire our people and give them positions and jobs and training and things of that nature. It's at that point. But like I said, when you lack resources and when you lack vision and when you lack finances, you, you're going to see stagnation in the community. You're going to see us in the, in, the, in, the, in the wheel spinning. You're going to see people just speaking about stuff for years and nothing happening because the people are the you the people are going to be the ones who are going to save the people? All right, it's the power is in the people. QEP Newton said that the power is in the people, and I just showed you a super simple math equation: thirty thousand people. It's like a susu. Thirty thousand people putting twenty dollars up every week. You have six hundred thousand dollars now to delegate and to do things with. You you can't blame white people after that. There ain't no white people going to get in the way of that. Ain't nobody going to come in. The boogeyman is not going to show up and take your cookies. It's on you now. Yeah, they, they're not going to bomb your black Wall Street. They're not going to bomb your bank account. You know what I'm saying? Like, cut it out. You feel China, me? It's on you. China, yeah, China is buying up America. Japan is buying up America. Saudi Arabia is buying up America. India is buying up America. The Koreans are buying up America. I haven't seen no goddamn tanks or warplanes deployed to go bomb them cities that they buying up. They got Europeans, got all kind of um, eco-villages, sustainable villages all around America. Ain't nobody coming up in there bombing them. So what are you talking about? Why are our people so scared? Oh, if we build something, they're going to come and bomb it. Well, goddamn it, if they do it, at least you try. 
scheme, you know, at least you yeah. attempted to do something. Don't don't that beat getting killed on the corner by the police, nigga? Don't that you you feel since, me? since you telling don't me that that's what my fate is anyway? Come on now, cut it out, man. Yeah. Self perpetuating so fear campaigns. Ready, I want to open up the line to some calls. You got about maybe sixteen minutes left. Six four six nine two nine oh six nine one. Anybody wanna call in and ask red or blue pill a question? Do so. Yeah, y'all continue. Continue it. Mm-hmm. You open up the line? Yeah, go ahead. No, you said you was gonna open up the lines. Hello. Okay, continue. Yes. And, and 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 also I forgot this. This is for the creators out there. The most important people in the community right now. And I apologize on behalf of all of the lecturers and all of the master teachers and all of the people who came before you and never spoke to you. I apologize for all of the lectures that you went through, and nobody never asked the people in the audience what the hell do they do. I apologize. I personally apologize for them, okay, because it was all about them. They got up there and did they dance, and they never ever considered the fact that you had videographers in the audience, graphic artists in the audience, uh, 3D, uh, 3D um, models, model people who knew how to do that in the audience, screenwriters, playwriters, novelists, authors, all of these people came, musicians, but nobody told, nobody even, nobody allowed them to identify themselves. I'm speaking to them right now. I'm telling them because we spoke about the power of programming. We spent this whole show giving you the ideas about the power of programming. Pay attention to what the brothers in New York City have been doing on YouTube. We took a camera in a tripod, set that shit up, press record, and, and record it on 125th Street for the past 10 years, okay? No special effects, no 3D, no green screen, you know what I'm saying? No script, ain't nobody writing out what to say, no scripts, nothing. Raw, gave it to you raw. I don't care if you, you know, I mean, some people agree with what was said. Some people are like, oh, they, you know, whatever. It, it, the shit got a wave. It's a tidal wave out there. It's a tsunami. It's global. It's galactical. I be getting messages from Sirius A and B. They say, keep up the good work. Okay? So with all that being said, if we could show you what the straight gorilla media or gorilla marketing can have an impact around the globe, what do you think you'd be able to do if you created an animated short film? With the technology that's out right now, don't front on me because I know about the technology. I know about uh, uh, all of the all of the um, the programs that's out there. Uh, I can name a few. Um, what's that? The ZBrush. We got the ZBrush the other day where you could create all of these different uh, images. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, it's just all of these different programs that you create. Go on. Maya, Corel Draw. Maya, you know, there's yeah. so many. There's templates that are already prepackaged, you know what I'm saying? Software. Yeah, put top 20 3D modeling software 2015 or top 23. I don't. I mean, the free ones are kind of full gauge. They got Blender. Blender is good and some other ones, but top 20 uh, uh, 3D modeling and get with your hackers. There's nothing wrong with a hacker, you know what I'm saying? Make life easier, all right? And they'll be able to get you some programs. Right. Hacker only means problem solver anyway. The hacker only means a problem solver. They put negative connotations towards that. 
Don't worry about that. A hacker is a person who hacks a problem and solves it. Go to the hackathons. Be familiar with them. Go to meetup.com. Go to the hackathons. Go to the tech meetings in your town. Be a fly on the wall. Take a tape recorder or your iPad or your tablet and just record that shit and take it home and play it over and learn what they're talking about. Go online and research. Go to Google and research the words that they're saying. Inform yourself. So the brothers and sisters who can make short films, the brothers and sisters who can make webisodes and put them on YouTube, the brothers and sisters who can make a feature film, the brothers and sisters who can make a documentary, okay? The brothers and sisters who can put a green screen up and do something to show the history or the future, whatever it is. The brothers and sisters who can create a graphic novel, the brothers and sisters who can take the works of Octavia Butler, Okay, Afrofuturist, Afro-surrealism, all right, get into that, okay? The brothers and sisters who could take the works that have already been done and adapt it for stream, okay? The sisters who could, the brothers and sisters who could create novels based on some of the characters that you may already see the, uh, in the conscious community or some of the stories that you may be familiar with. J.A. Rogers, uh, 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 Men and Women of Color, a uh, hundred... Uh, facts about the Negro. Why are you not taking that and doing something with it? Why are we not taking that and create? They got 3D printing machines. Why the hell are you not creating 3D toys? Why are we not doing nothing? But everybody's crying on Facebook. Everybody's complaining about And the European is laughing at you because everything that you need for your liberation is free. It's online. It's in your hands. And your niggas are sleeping. You don't know what, you, you don't even know what's available for you. Because why? I, I explained to you earlier. When you're in fear, your capacity, you, you, they cut your legs off. They took your, they castrated you. You're not even, you don't even want to. Yeah, shut you down. Punch the clock, get high. You know what I'm saying? Pop, you know, pop and a pill or two and go to sleep and do it again. And swap, the girls on yeah, you want to, you want to, yeah, swap the toxic. That's not going to make you swapping toxic. It's not going to make it, family. That's not going to get you into the future, okay? It's not. You have to You have to be creative. So the creatives out there, please get at me, kchillempowerment at gmail. We got to create crowdfunding campaigns for you. If the family, like, I don't understand how people are not successful with their crowdfunding campaigns. Why is that? Why, 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 why do people even feel like they can't even go out there and ask for 100 racks? amongst the people who need what it is that they're going to create to help them. I don't get it. I don't get it because I see all kinds of campaigns failing out there. People don't even throw money. You know, they're not even supporting it. So the creators have to come. I'm not going to give you the man-long lecture about what Hollywood is doing. I'm going to I'm going to give you a brief explanation of what they're doing, and I'm going to say reverse engineer that shit. Come up with a future where no white people exist. How about that? Let me see that movie. Huh? Come up with a future where you brought all of your ancestors back from the grave through DNA engineering and, three, and DNA te- and, and through the DNA bio, uh, bio, yeah. gener- bio engineering where you resurrect King Tut, will you resurrect all of the master teachers? Will you resurrect Malcolm X? Will you resurrect Come up, yeah. Come up with the hot tub time machine where you go back into slavery times and you put working on the on the plantation. You, go into you feel me? And what the future will look like when you reprogram yeah. that past. 
Yeah, you go back and that. with your chopper and you do a drive-by on a plantation instead of your own people. Give me that movie or that short film. Be creative. That's what I'm saying. That's how you're going to change the future. You might be like, oh, this nigga is bugging. These, what are the twins smoking? They drinking too much alkaline water. That's what I'm talking about with the New York dudes. They don't want to do the work. They're supposed to be protesting with hands up, don't shoot. They're supposed to be having die-ins. I need to see them on the... Look, look, I ain't the one, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. That's not... Look, you know, don't do that. Don't do it to yourself. I got ether for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even going to throw my brothers and sisters under the bus to participate in that paradigm because I love them, and I know that they're at the beginning phase of their consciousness. That shit is comparable to when we was watching Illuminati films in the 90s and watching and reading Jordan Maxwell and all of that stuff. You act, you got to begin somewhere. So if you're going to begin protesting and stuff like that, cool. I'm a creative. I'm going to give you... I'm, you said no justice, no peace. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you a film where they take Zimmerman off the planet and how that, and how that shit. Where, where, where the police, they hurt our babies, they get paid with street justice. I'm comfortable with doing some shit like that in film, of course. I'm not gonna, you know, incriminate myself on blog talk radio and say that that's what we're gonna be out there doing. But you show, put it in people's subconscious, and they'll, they'll go ahead and form that reality in the reality because we live in what a programmable. Uh, uh, matrix. We live in a programmable, illusionary reality. This shit is all illusion. It's all illusion. It's not real. Okay? It's not real. It's all light. It's all energy. It's not real. You could create whatever reality that you want to create. You have to manipulate matter. Learn how to do that. So my, my hashtag is dark matter matters. Okay? Dark matter matters. That's my shit. Excellent. That's what's going to get you up out of this. You better manipulate dark matter. So we could go to the callers. You know, I didn't mean to get all worked up and stuff like that. You know, I'm a family man and things of that nature. Bro, you're doing it tonight, man. You're going in for real. And, you know, I'm sure the callers, you know, appreciate, okay, this knowledge that you're coming forth with, you know, without question. And um, we definitely, you know, enjoyed, you know, you tonight. We're coming in on the four-minute mark. Now, during this time, I want you to uh, basically go into, you mentioned before a few uh, things that you uh, you brothers do, things that uh, we can plug into as far as what you guys do, what you brothers do uh, over the net and, you know, abroad. You know, just... um, you know, websites and, you know, chat rooms and stuff like that where they can be programmed, okay? okay. Yeah, hopefully right. everybody got their pens ready this time, and you can go over, you know, maybe a few links. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, we have to Islam, um, Before we go, mm-hmm. um, I hate to... I'm, and to you, brother, to send me the pills, I, I really appreciate this, brother. You people, I'm a th- I'll call you all tomorrow. Thank you personally. But let's just, we can go. Let's see a blog talk or let us have that second hour, that last hour, you know, if y'all want to mm-hmm. continue like that, okay? And, um, you know, I'm going to mute out, and I got the board, and I appreciate y'all. Thanks a lot for coming on the Ring of Stone Network. Well, at, at 10 o'clock, the class that we're in ends. So okay, we might need, like, a 10-minute slot. If you could play a music or something and allow the music to play for like 10 minutes while we do our, our commerce and wrap things up, and then we'll be able to continue with the family. I have no problem with that. 
Okay. All right. But going back to the question that the brother said, like I said, we're not just up here preaching and not, you know, and, and not doing what we do. So we do media, we do fashion, we do music, we do health and wellness, because everything that I'm talking makes no sense if you're not healthy. All right? You're not going to even be able to resonate at such a frequency that you need to resonate to make things manifest if you are not healthy. So Brother Blue Pill is into health and wellness. My mother, Annette Thomas, who is a, a student of Dr. Sabies, was one of the first persons to cure AIDS. That's on the record books. Okay, Annette Thomas, she was responsible in Brooklyn in the 80s for curing AIDS, a man by the name of Frank White, homosexual melanated man. So we sat we sat at her feet, Dr. Sadie's feet, other elders who are into health and wellness, and we understand with no health there's no wealth. With with, with no health there's nothing. Right. With no health there's nothing. Our people are very unhealthy in so many ways, mentally, emotionally, physically and all kind of other ways because of the food, they're programming it through the food. And uh, you know, they're killing the people through the through the all kind of stuff. GMOs, you know what I'm saying? Uh vaccinations, you know what I'm saying? Uh dead uh, the meat the meat is poisoned. You know, you're seeing that every day when you go online and you study McDonalds, the human meat that they're selling, horse meat, fake meat, clone meat, sheep uh whatever. You know what I mean? The the, the stuff coming out of the seed is radiated. So brother deals with sea moss, seventh heaven sea moss. The brother deals with alkaline water, uh, Sogo water. The brother deals with uh, monatomic gold drops, okay? Um, so, Blue, uh, 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 where you at? Blue, where you at? Yeah, I'm right here. Give him the name uh, of the website for the health product. Yeah, there's, there's a variation of different uh, liquid mineral drops. I got silver, you know, which kills any uh, fungus, antibacterial, antifungal. Um, I have platinum, okay, which actually amplifies the hypothalamus gland, which is responsible over 300 different body functions. So you can go to soulgoldbiz.com, S-O-L-E-G-O-L-D-B-I-Z.com. Ocean14corp.com is with the sea moss in the water and everything is that. I also make jewelry that incorporates the oldest thing on the planet, which is the minerals, the stones, okay? Um, and these stones are healing. They have medicinal spiritual properties. So we have mypowerpieces.com so the people can amplify their powers. Hello? I was groomed in the womb. I'ma shine my light till they put me in my tomb. I'ma shine so bright they can see me from the moon. And my rhyme so tight you can see it in the slums. The Billy jeans, skinny jeans. Peace, peace, peace to the family, peace to the family. And um, thank you for paying attention to the broadcast, giving us your undivided attention. Um, we're going to go to the phone lines to see if we have anybody in the building, any callers that want to add on. There was a lot said in that broadcast. encourage you to uh, share that information, you know, and um, 
listen to it, you know, yeah, and let us know if you wanted to continue that conversation because it was a short conversation, but we were able to um, concentrate a lot of information in those two hours. Uh, I feel like it is a pertinent conversation that needs to be expounded on. We really wanted to touch on (laughs) the subconscious and the superconscious technology and a whole bunch of other things, but, uh, you know, time is prohibited. So uh, what we're going to do, though, is go to our callers. We have some hands up, so I want to get right to it while we still have time left. The calling number is 347-637-2135, 17 minutes left for the live stream. Call it from the 843-469. Peace, and welcome to Nola Ledge Radio. Peace. Greetings. How are you? I'm I'm very well. Um very good information. That's beautiful. Oh thank you. Um yes, you're welcome. Um I I recently got into a conversation today and it was interesting how y'all were talking about you know, different levels. It, y'all were talking about a lot of different levels and I just wanna um like address just like two of them. And one of them is um you know, making avenues for people to be able to continue in this um, this lifetime. And I say that for the brothers or the sisters even that have records. I, 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 I think it's weird that you know, I just talked to this guy that um, I speak to, and he said, yo, I'm trying to get my record expunged. And the fact that all of them are not guilty, well, the ones that he wants to get it you know, expunged are not guilty. They want to charge him money to mm. pay to get those expunged. And it's like he's not that person anymore. So it's like nobody cares who you are now. They reflect on the past. And and my point right now, um, my name is Carmen, by the way. I apologize so much. Um, my yeah, my name on... Yes, hi. My my name on Facebook is uh Carmia Ami Mindy and that's my artist name. That's what I go by for real cuz that's my higher self. Mm-hmm. And we talk about yes, we talk about, you know, our lower self and our higher self. Well, we talk about these things that we don't No, I'm not going to say that we don't know, but we do. But it is our higher self trying to communicate yes. with us. And I think it's our future self trying to communicate with us. And I think that is so freaking powerful. It's us, and it's like deja vu for some people. Um, it's, it's, it's everything. But we, we, we're dealing with things here in the tangible world and in 3D, this dimension right here, um, and we need to figure it out. And we need to be able to help each other because everybody does have, you know, knowledge in their avenue. And I think that's what builds a community also because you can't have – because, like, I paint, I make jewelry, I make deodorant, aluminum-free, understand? But – and I love children. I have so many different talents. But there's one that I'm concentrated on, which is dance. So is it – does it make sense to have a community full of dancers or of that one professional? You know, I, I think about that, too, because I would love to build a community of just, like, a balance of my art. And, um, yes. Well, 
And, and of course, you know, they have artist communes and they have co-ops and things of that nature. And going back to the conversation that we were having earlier about think tanks and about the collective mind, one brain cannot compete with you. It's not as powerful as two brains. And 20 brains are more powerful than 19 brains. So 20 dancers or 30 dancers have, you know, a collective power, a resonance that you cannot receive just with one dancer. And when when we would create artist communes, we would take advantage of the fact that, you know, outside of these big cities and things of that nature, they're affordable um, land. You could get uh, affordable housing and other things of that nature. And then you could all come together. And, of course, if there's a a commune, you know that bills and other things won't be a problem, you know, because collectively when we come together, we're able to alleviate all of that. We take the pressure off of the individual and we're able to spread the the cost, you know. And you come together, you learn, you know, you just don't come together. You know, I I want to suggest you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of um, a study that uh, that I heard on the lecture, and I'm not sure if this was Dr. Phil Valentine or – because I listen to nothing but lectures, I don't, I don't even play around with that stuff. And I create art, and um, and and it said, collective mind thought, group think. If 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 uh, they were talking about like a group of monkeys that was on an island and they had given sweet potatoes, it was like an experiment. And a hundred monkey theory. Yes, yes, and and they yeah. they they literally one one monkey was like, "Yo, I'm I don't like this dirt," you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna wash mm-hmm. this stuff off, and, and and boom, 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 and then the rest of them ended up doing it, and that's what I'm starting to learn about my semi, and I'm gonna call it semi universe because I'm a universe in my temple already. According to everything, you understand what I'm saying? So, so that being the case, I'm like, wow. If if I got the influence, if I'm I'm I'm, I'm radiating just crazy around people, and I give people energy, then I'm creating my universe, and that's what people need to understand. They create the universe, whether that be so-called negative or positive, whatever polarity or duality they want to put it on. It is what it is. Um, I'm starting to utilize my throat chakra a lot because um, I've, I've 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 suppressed it because you know you're weird, you're crazy, Carmen. You know you've always been crazy. Yeah, I, I will be that, but it's okay. I'm here in Atlanta and I'm from Charleston, South Carolina, and um, yeah. it's 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 just different here in Atlanta, and it's it's not what people think. It's not what the idiot box projects. And um, I just think that um, it, it's a lot more con- – it, it's, it, you have a lot of people that here that are, you know, willing to eat better and, and things like that, which I like, different frequency. And we all – that's what – yes, it's a very different frequency. And I think we need to be particular about what frequencies we deal with because, you know, certain frequencies, they're not – 
coherent with each other. So it's going to be combustion. It's going to be lightning. It's going to be thunder. It's going to be, you know, chaos. Mm -hmm. So we need to be careful about the people that we deal with, whether they look like us or not, period. You know, um, and I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really all about frequency because I get certain frequencies from the people that look like me, and I'm going to tell you, they have thrown me totally left with with expectations that I had in my mind. So if we deprogram our mind from thinking the way that we've always think all our people, our people, our people, our people, our people. Yes, our people, but who are our people? Because our people could be I'm not gonna say of different color, but my goodness, you have some people that are more passionate that look different than you than anything else. And I think it's all all because I paint, I guess, and that's the artist out me, you know. I think it's all hey. colors of brown. But You can say it. it, it you won't be attacked on the show. I mean, speak your mind. Uh, you know. I'm not trying to go overboard, but I, I, I really have a lot of questions about this stuff. And, and it's, and it's, it's kind of hard for me to witness what I witnessed because before I was a doer, and now I'm a thinker and an observer. And yes. I'm observing crazy. (laughs) I'm observing a lot of crazy, and I'm like, yo, this is bugging me out. Like, it's real. You know, so when you wake up, it's like, yeah. When you wake up, it's like, yo, this. this, I mean, did you ever see the movie They Live? They Live? Yes. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's how I'm looking. That's how I'm going throughout life now. It's no, crazy. That, that's, like, what, that's what consciousness is. That's what being aware, you're putting on the glasses. That's your day live glasses. You're beginning to see all of the fallacies, all of the contradictions, you know, all of the um, discrepancies in this imperfect world, you know, and this illusion that's actually breaking down before your very eyes in front of you, you might not have realized that there was a mental health issue at such a high rate when you were asleep, when you didn't have those glasses on. You may not have realized that, you know, um, the people around you were resonating with such a strong self-hatred for themselves when you didn't have the glasses on, you know, when you, you might have been contributing to that paradigm yourself. I can relate because I've been there as well. So opening up one's eyes, yeah, you're going to see it all. You know, you're going to feel it and you're going to see it. And um, it's going to. Uh... But, but what do we do about it? Because I'm not going to say what do we do about it because I know what my mission is. And and I think that that's what we get caught up in, like, so bad as individuals. Like, you, we know something is wrong. And, and I was talking to a friend earlier today, and I'm going to tell you exactly what I came up with. And this is my higher self talking to me. It said, okay. you created this. You chose your parents. Yeah. You chose a yeah. situation. Yeah. So you feel like, you know what, I messed up. So I gotta fix it. So what if I'm I'm just putting a big what if on on the table right now? What if we created all of this 
certain amount of individuals that, you know what, oh, what we created, oh, my God, that's so right, that's so right. Let's fix mm-hmm. it. And that's exactly what we're doing here tonight. And what we do every day is dedicate ourselves to that purpose. And and I'm so adamant about that, and I'm so strongly about that. I know this. We created this, and we're trying to correct it. And it's gotten so much far out of our control to where it's like, my goodness, because this is all mental. If we can uh-huh. mentally change this, well, if we can mentally create this, we can mentally create our paradise. So what are we doing here? So that's what we were on the show covering, you know, speaking about our collective consciousness, speaking about, you know, transformation, the fact that we utilize this uh, form of media that we have, uh, Notaless Radio, to help people deal with, to help people find and apply the tools that they need for self-transformation. Knowledge applied is wisdom. So when you realize that you chose this mission, you chose this journey, you're not the same as everybody that looks like you. If if you remember the movie The Matrix, when Neo, Trinity, and Morpheus came into the Matrix to come and do the work, they wasn't concerned with nothing around them. He showed you many scenes where he tried his best to explain to Neo that shit is an illusion. He showed you the agent will morph and look just like anybody around it. The agent, Agent Smith, morphed from a homeless person. It's part of the program. I'm sorry. People might get upset with that. If they're not part of your, if it's not part of that Trinity crew, if it's not part of people that are coming out of Zion or wish to be unplugged from the Matrix, meaning that these people were vibrating on the same frequency, meaning that these people were part of the same community, meaning that these people were part of the same mind state, meaning that this was the collective consciousness. You had all kind of colors of people in Zion. You had people of all persuasions in Zion. And that's what they were showing you in that movie. We we run into this thing thinking that we're, you know, you're not God. And, and even God or the concept that people have of the absolute and God, people think, they're coming from it from this Sunday school. I won't even call it a Christian perspective. It's a Sunday school mundane type of mentality that people think that they're going to save everybody and everything, and that's the reason why they were sent here. They fall into these myths that, uh, you know, that, that I think Walt Disney was famous for creating. That's you not what it's funny? about. You say that. You yeah. say that. It's, a, it's like a mundane Think like, oh my goodness! I, when I dream, I dream of a school, and I'm attending school, right? And um, my mom is educated for 44 years. That don't mean nothing. I'm gonna tell you this right now, um, because in my dreams, she's being crucified, and she's being fired at her job, and um, I'm skipping psychology class all the time. No lie. I am skipping mm-hmm. psychology class. Psychology class. Of all classes. Of all classes. I'm Jeez. skipping that in my dreams. 
So I'm like, Carmen, mm-hmm. you got to get it together. Something, something's wrong. You got to figure out your mind. You got to reprogram that, you know, and that's what the dreams tell me, you know, uh, other than other things. But, it, you know, we, we got to pay attention to everything. You know, while we're in this temple right here, we're given certain gifts, and that is, um, you know, the higher levels of, clair, you know, clairvoyance, all that stuff. Like, we're all able to do that and, and, and to tap into it, and but we can't do it with conforming and living. We have programmed our brains to eat right, to wow. do things, you know, differently in order to tap into that higher self which is yeah. all of our mission. It's all of our mission. Indeed. That's our, yes, period. So I'm all right. I apologize because I can take some time. So, so the, no real quick, this is for the callers. <clears throat> the uh, live stream family is about to cut 347-637-2135. The number again is 347-637-2135. Please call in if you want to continue the conversation. The show tonight was sponsored by kingscounty.bigcartel.com and mypowerpieces.com, K-I-N-G-Z-K-O-U-N-T-Y.bigcartel.com and mypowerpieces.com. So if anybody's in the uh, chat room and you want to catch on, you don't want the line cut, call in 347-637-2135. Thank you for the call, ma'am. Uh, we have a lot of hands up. I want to be courteous to our callers and get to everybody. But uh, we will continue this conversation. This is this is the uh, the narrative. This is it's, it's not something that one show is going to solve and figure out. It's an ongoing conversation, but we have to apply it. When we apply the knowledge, then it turns into wisdom. It's applicable. We know what works. So that's what we're moving towards. Thank you. Right. All right, peace. Peace. All right. All right, we got a New York caller, 347-972. Peace and welcome to Nova Ledge Radio. Yes, greetings. You know greetings. what? Greetings. You know yes. what? I'm telling you, you are, this program tonight is on fire because you're speaking my language. Yes. When no doubt. I, when I, I always say, if you've been following me on Facebook and other social media, I always say, dark matter matters. I always Mm -hmm. say, thoughts are things. And right now, right now, consciousness has deemed me for the past, Two months, I would say, I was led to read the book, The Science of Getting Rich. Oh, and I've been, I've been listening to the audio tapes every yeah. night. The because night. during the night, during the night, that's when you program. where you can reprogram your subconscious mind because the subconscious mind is the one that's running the program. But of late yeah. or of early, I've been listening to the audio reasonings of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon mm-hmm. Hill. Now, 
Yeah. You gentlemen were speaking about all of the things that Hollywood um, has been depicting through films and, you know, the animes and different things like that. But what I really love about what you were talking about or speaking about is that there are no more excuses. Now, I just would like to read something very briefly because I think... Yeah. I think what our people or even certain people are dealing with and not really knowing it because there's a lot of distraction news is the fact of the lack of self-confidence. And I just want to read a brief uh, synopsis from... 